0: Welcome to the Anime Backlog Podcast, a podcast featuring Dan, Marcus, and Nick, forcing each other to finally get around to watching each other's anime recommendations and clearing out that backlog. Episodes will contain spoilers about that week's featured anime and will likely contain explicit language, so be warned. You can follow the show for updates on Twitter, Instagram, and many other social media platforms at the Anime Backlog handle. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Anime Backlog Podcast, or that time we tempted fates again and rolled those dice on a list of 20 anime.
1: We love doing this for some reason. I just want to see something with girlfriend in the title. No. <laughs> no.
0: Or sister. No. Ooh, no. no. Stop.
1: Both <laughs> of you. Stop sister it. girlfriend. <laughs> stop. 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 Stop this. Stop. It's, it's an isekai. C- cut the recording. We're done. <laughs> this is over. As you can tell
0: in the first 40 seconds, uh, we have the whole crew back again, so welcome. <laughs> Yeah, welcome back to Marcus.
2: Hey!
0: Actually, I guess that is this is out of order, because technically Monster's going to drop before this, but we haven't recorded part two for that yet, so shit's all wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey here at the
1: end of the Backlog Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> time is a construct. I'm back. That's all you need to fucking
0: know. This is our first time recording with Marcus here. Back, back, yeah. Since they had their sabbatical. Yes. <laughs> So, you guys know the rules. I hope so, at least at this point. Hopefully this isn't your first episode, but just in case it is. If it is, welcome. Yes, welcome. Welcome Welcome. to the podcast. Check out some of our other episodes. We have many. (laughs) We go ahead and we take a 20-sided die. We have a list of 20 anime. We've um, each nominated five that none of us have seen, but we've heard good things about or we're interested in seeing ourselves. And, And as a nice bonus, we have to force the other two to watch them as well. And then just to make things a little spicy, we've also thrown five anime that we deem as likely trash. Some <laughs> that have a well-known reputation, other ones just that have low mouse scores but are decently popular. The full list. Akiba War, Bakuman, Banana Fish, all of which are Marcus nominations. Beastars, is that how you pronounce it?
1: <laughs> Golden. <laughs> I was waiting. The anticipation was killing me. <laughs> you got is it
0: is a Dan nomination. Black Bullet, which is trash, we believe. Uh, we got three from me, which is Fruits Basket, Grand Blue Dreaming, which is the new one we just added, and Hori Mia.
3: Hmm.
0: Marcus has Link Click. Dan has Maria the Virgin Witch. Two trash potentials with Masamune-kun's Revenge and My One-Hit-Kill Sister. <laughs> I nominated Planets. Dan nominated Plastic Memories. More trash potential with Rent-A-Girlfriend. Revolutionary Girl Utena from Marcus, Teasing Master Tagaki-san from me, The God of High School for our final trash potential option, and Dan rounds us out with Two-Year Eternity and Undead Girl
1: Murder Farce. I always want to say face. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I want to say Undead Girl Murder Her Face. name's Taser Face? Um, Taser Face? Well, yeah. also in the anime, she's just a head. Yeah. So face makes
2: sense. It, whatever. So, what was the one that you added, uh, Nick?
0: Grand Blue Dreaming. Oh,
2: I've never even heard of that. Yeah, what the? Hell it's is that?
0: manga is like a top ten manga of all time. Decently high score on the anime as well. So I said, "Screw it, I'm throwing that on the list." Okay. Hmm. I I know very little
1: about it outside of I believe it is a comedy. Hmm. So,
0: Marcus, I believe you are the
1: honors to do the role. Yes, I have the dice tower and the die. Here we go. Four. Oh my god Beastars <laughs>
0: Beastars
3: <laughs> Dan second yeah. anime oh, that man. we've
0: done we're getting that furry shit getting that furry shit alright this won't raise any questions if anyone sees us watching this oh, <laughs> it's,
2: man. I, I think it's just Zootopia the anime just, but like really Zootopia. realistic
0: character designs <laughs> not the super cartoony ones in Zootopia yeah I don't know what's better Alright, so 7.83 on Mal. In a civilized society of anthropomorphic animals, an easy tension exists between carnivores and herbivores. At Cherryton Academy, this mutual distrust peaks after a predation incident results in the death of Tem, an alpaca in the school's drama club. <laughs> Tem's friend Lagoshi, a gray wolf and the stage crew, has been an object of fear and suspicion for his whole life. In the immediate aftermath of the tragedy, he continues to lay low and hide his menacing traits, much to the disapproval of Lewis, a red deer, and the domineering star actor of the drama club. When Lewis sneaks into the auditorium to train Tem's replacement for an upcoming play, he assigns Lagoshi to lookout duty. That very night, Lagoshi has a fateful encounter with Haru, a white dwarf rabbit scorned by her peers. His growing feelings for Haru, complicated by his predatory instincts force him to confront his own true nature, the circumstances surrounding the death of his friend and the undercurrent of violence plaguing the world around him.
1: Can I just say, anything with an alpaca sounds like comedy to me. I don't know (laughs) why. If you just put an alpaca or a llama, I'm laughing. So whenever it was like the unfortunate death of the alpaca, I was like... (laughs) I hope the the alpaca spits in someone's face once. Oh, God, yeah. Get him. Like it his killer's face. <laughs> and it's like a, I know what you are, predator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. So it is a uh, psychological drama uh, with the other themes of anthropomorphic in school. It is 12 episodes long. So I'm assuming we'll just do all of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let's get it. And I expected this to be more of like just a slice of life where it's like, hi, I'm a wolf. Hi, I'm a rabbit. We're best friends. And we also kind of want to fuck. But no, oh, he's got sharp teeth. Like I thought that's what it was gonna be.
2: No, I no, wasn't I joking think it's still gonna be that. It was a joke plus a murder mystery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't joking about Zootopia. Like there's this herbivore carnivore
0: mm-hmm. friction. So it looks like it's on Netflix
1: perk Mal. Is that correct? I think
0: so. I've seen it there.
1: I think that's where I saw the ads for it, so
0: Yep, it is still on Netflix. So we will watch All 12 episodes. Uh, Anything else we'd want to look at or discuss for this one? This is fucking R17 rated. Yeah. Violence and profanity.
1: Am I going to see rabbit titties?
0: No nudity mentioned.
1: No nudity mentioned. Okay. As long as it's not a high dive show (laughs) and I'm just like
2: surprised.
0: Okay. It is studio orange. So is this going to be CG heavy?
2: I think this is so. an s- entirely CG show, but it's, Aren't I don't the think it's a detractor.
1: Did... Aren't they the ones that did Trigun Stampede? Yes. Okay. So we know they got the chops at least. Like, yeah. this isn't going to be an X-Arm type
2: scenario. <laughs> they also did Black Bullet. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> that was a
0: long time ago.
2: Though. Oh, yeah. Uh, they did Maj- um, Majestic Prince that was ho- I really liked Majestic Prince but it was Ooh. it was horribly animated.
0: That was their they first did- two. They Majestic Prince and Black Bolt were their first two and then their more recent ones are Beasters or Beastars Beastars <laughs> second <laughs> season. There it is. they did the Godzilla SP thing. <sighs>
1: it was not good. And
0: then Trigun.
1: <laughs> they with- also did uh Dimension W
2: which I enjoyed.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, they also did Land of the Lustrous, which I've heard good things about.
2: They did? Oh, they did. And that is a like uh, gold standard for uh, 3D CGI. Yeah, that's, that's what I've heard. heard. But it worked because everyone had the, the gem hair, so mm-hmm. that worked for them pretty well. But cool. Yeah, I've been looking forward to Beastars. Uh, I'm not a furry, although... <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. Although... <laughs> I don't know horse girls and um, <laughs> stop
1: stop God damn it!
2: <laughs> but I'm taking I'm, another sabbatical, I'm I've only I've only heard good things about this. You know, having it be like such a surprisingly uh, like deep and like in, in, in its psychological aspects and like the themes of na- your you know, your nature and you know nurture mm-hmm. kind of like battling it out and. Uh, prejudice, stuff like that, so you know, I it, it's gonna have like, there's literally a the, this like Jack Russell Terrier looking motherfucker, it's just named Jack oh no, he's a Labrador, <laughs> I lied, but they're all just like cute animals half the time, but like, they're going through some real shit mm-hmm.
1: I'm hoping it delivers on the murder mystery, like, thriller aspect of it, I think that's if this wins me over, I think that's what will be the part that does
2: because that's that's my jam. I so. I think I think it's going to lean really heavy into the prejudice like oh, plot yeah. plot line.
1: I also appreciate that the head of the drama club is a deer and not a lion. Yeah. Cuz they had the they had the easy the easy go-to there to just make him a lion and he's domineering and loud and whatever, but no, they went with a deer, which I think is odd because deer's are normally like Timid and don't want to be seen. You've so ever fucked with a moose or elk? That's not they a deer. Th-
0: no, th- th- moose are an entirely different fucking thing. What? <laughs> As someone who's been within about ten foot
1: feet of a moose in the wild, totally different thing. <laughs> I would never be within ten feet of
2: a moose.
0: I did not intentionally do it. I turned Man. the corner of a trail and there was just a fucking moose right there. Deer,
2: if elk, I've and never... moose are in the same they're in the same family. Uh, okay, but so is a pug and a wolf. Like they're different. Right, right. But I mean like when you say deer, I, I I include elk and moose in that category because they're in the same category. No, no, a hundred percent. They're literally they're literally in the same family. They they are, but,
1: but they're in the same family, but they're not the same.
0: A deer weighs like two to three hundred pounds. A moose weighs like two thousand pounds.
2: They oh, are yeah, not yeah, no, in the no, same no, the moose is the attack on Titan of the fucking deer family. I get that. But they're they're deer. So moose? you put them in that so,
1: so, close in category? That's so, wild to me. So moose? what if to
0: bite a deer to make it a hit moose?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, that's not how that spreads. Into they're not like they're not like wear people where they just turn into bigger people when the moon shows up. I was just no. following your Attack on Titan logic. <laughs> you need to know. No, it is the largest and heaviest extant spears of deer. It is a it is a deer.
0: I understand they're in the same family. Like that I understand that that's how biology works like you can have vast ranges between the same family of species, but like they are not the same fucking thing at all when you're with They're not super
1: comparable is what we're getting
0: ugh. at. Just like a house cat and a tiger are in the same family. Tigers they're are fucking terrifying. They still, they still
2: <laughs> purr. They still like big ass boxes. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Yeah, my cat's yeah. meow doesn't shake concrete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least tigers and big cats know to retract their claws. For some reason, small small cats just don't. Or, or maybe they just don't care. They're the most yeah. evil of the cat, family. My, my yeah. cat My cat is claws out all the time. Yeah. I was going to say, so is ours. But like the big social cats, they understand that they can't play with their claws out because they'll kill each other. Yeah. Well, at least they're smart. <laughs> Anywho... This isn't the animal podcast. <laughs> it it kinda I kind yeah, of it. is. it kind of is. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, the horse girls run so fast and God damn, damn it. it.
1: <laughs> if there's a horse
0: in this dance, just going to bring back more horse facts. Bro. Horse facts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Well, I'm looking forward to it. This has been on the list for a while. Let's, uh, let's have some fun with it.
1: Yeah. I'm apprehensive, but I'm hoping to be surprised. I, I, th- I it to at least be okay. Uh, I doubt
0: I'll hate it, but I'm also not expecting to love It's kind of where I'm at.
2: Yeah. Fair.
0: All right. Well, with that, we'll cue the music and we'll catch you guys in part two. See it. See See it. Welcome back everybody. Hopefully you enjoyed the musical interlude as we just took the last week to watch all 12 episodes of the first season of B-Stars. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to be around the bush too much. Uh, Marcus, Dan, what did you two think?
2: Okay, I'm I'm not, think I, I, I think I I think I'm the only person that enjoyed it most likely. Um uh, <laughs> I enjoyed it. There were stuff that I didn't enjoy. It's not perfect, and uh, it was a very commendable effort for a three D CGI show. Like they definitely put in the work.
1: That's fair. I guess I'll go next, bro. This was dog shit. I <laughs> I didn't like this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> this was this was this was not a Marcus fun time watch.
2: Any anything else from you too? Just go <laughs> well, I mean, real it was, short. It was just episode to episode. Uh, uh, you know, it was some furry ass bullshit. You know, if um, you know, I I told Marcus over brunch, but if I were like a teenage theater furry, this would have been the shit. <laughs> I would. This would have been the pinnacle. Um, but I'm not a teenager, nor am I a. a uh, a theater furry. So it did some stuff that was really interesting and then way too far on other things. Way too far on other things. Like yeah, like uh like I, Goblin Slayer felt tame compared to some of the bits towards the end in uh, in there, this show.
1: There were some rough ass bits towards the end. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, is this the same
2: goddamn but, show? But I really enjoyed the Prejudice plotline—that was my main grab mm-hmm. for the whole show, and and and, and that carried me. Even if it say, was, even if it was ex- uh, extreme.
1: <laughs> there were moments for me where the animation would pop the fuck off, and it was typically when they strayed away from their normal thing to just get like kind of experimental with it. Like yeah. there's a one scene, I think it was episode seven or eight, where it's like. She's recapping something, but it's like all watercolor painting.
2: Yeah, and I thought that was
1: fucking great. There's another one where it's like, uh, well, we'll get. It's in episode one, so I could wait for that one. But there were moments where the animation would pop the fuck off, where I was like, "Wow, this is really interesting and cool," but I, the rest of it, I didn't give a shit about.
2: The animators clearly cared about it because yeah, those bits were like when characters were retelling a memory. So everything was kind of through their lens, and it was mm-hmm. done in a different art style. And that was pretty cool.
1: It was well made. I'll give them that.
0: Yeah, that was going to be my first point. Adaptations seem to be generally well done. Um, and I really, really like the OP that they did with the claymation style. Yeah, <laughs> man, they had to, that was work.
1: They Someone put oh, in a lot of fucking work for that opening. That shit opening. cracked me up. I loved it, but it would crack me the fuck up every time. I don't oh, know why.
0: Totally, it felt kind of weird and didn't <laughs> seem to go with the rest of it. But I was like, some they put in some work to do a full claymation. Oh yeah, intro. Plus, I kind of dug like the piano, uh, opening part oh, of it, sure. and yeah, that part was cool. The overall story how little they accomplished in 12 episodes (laughs) bothered the shit out of me. Yeah. Like opens up with a fucking murder that goes nowhere for all 12 (laughs) fucking episodes. (laughs) So on top of being the completely undisguised fetish of whoever wrote and designed this for being just way too into the fur end of things, I was hoping it was going to be like lightly touch on it and it'd be fine, but no, it was way too intense in some parts
1: Mm-hmm.
0: if this had even been non-furry I would have still been raising my eyebrow at a lot of scenes and you throw the furry on top of it it's just like man this is too much and then yeah just so little gets accomplished in 12 episodes so it's like technically it was really cool but man was the pacing just terrible mm.
1: I wanted that murder mystery and we just didn't have that like from episode 1 I kind of was like oh I may have been wrong about this this might be some good shit. But then it just never follows up on any of that like murder mystery. Yeah. And yeah. so I was kind of like, "Man, this was I thought you were going to I thought you were going to pull me in, but you didn't." And yeah, it was very CW how I felt. This was very, very CW. Yeah.
0: Mm. There was really two things I wanted going into this. I wa- I was hoping that the murder mystery would be interesting and cool. And I wanted more world building. But so much of the plot line is either the school with just basic-ass school dynamics. Oh, yeah. Or just touches of the outside world, but in real just kind of like slapdash ways, I felt. Like it felt there's like- this lion mafia that's kidnapping people <laughs> that people are just ignoring they're just that cool they're doing with? this. Yeah, like- um, But then they don't really expand on further or show why the organization is so dangerous or anything like that. So, yeah, just a lot of just... Stuff slapped on. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to have this black market where people buy meat that's mostly off
2: like cadavers and stuff is Mm -hmm. like a thing. It's, it's. The mafia part was unnecessary. They could have, they could have easily just had random carnivores just grabbing someone. And I would have liked that better. And I would have liked that better. And it would have, it would have like. It felt like they were trying to explain the lack of care about the murder that happened in the first episode like in our society a murder happens in a high school that's going to be the only thing people talk about or are concerned about for ages but Mm -hmm. i felt like the show didn't highlight easily like or or, or well enough at least early on that was just like oh man another murder like another cons. like someone was devoured
1: i hate this fucking
2: society well it's not like oh shucks it's like we're so desensitized to people just getting killed because we're herbivores and carnivores. Yeah. But, but yeah, they didn't
0: seem to properly show that dynamic of people being – it was like, oh, this is a huge news story, but it's like, if why isn't there more yeah. being done to find out who did it if it's such a big news story? It, mm-hmm.
2: it, it also feels like society is just trying to overlook the issue.
0: Yeah. yeah, which happens in our society right, too with right. murders. But, but I
2: wish the show. So I, I get what they did, and it ex- explained it. I thought okay towards the end as a whole thing, but like early on, like 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 you guys, I was like six episodes in, and it's like, why are why, why is just murdering normal? Why why is just consuming <laughs> someone else normal? Like it seems so chill, and just everyone's like, all right, well we're moving right on.
0: You know. it, it, and if it is, why are you forcing herbivores to co-interact with
2: carnivores all right. the time? It sounds like <laughs> yeah, a carnivore plot. <laughs> the carnivore conspiracy with the, the, the lion mafia. Yeah. <laughs> and the mayor's a lion too.
1: Bum, bum, bum. And, and he, oh, had the no, same, happens.
2: he had the same CG outfit. As all of the the mobsters, man, and then the lead mobster was like cartoonishly yakuza mob boss. (laughs) Yep, even even Uh, had the lion claw cane.
1: Yeah, dude, Uh, that cane was so silly to me. Like, ah, boy.
2: So overall, I I liked it. It's not perfect by any means, and it had some some issues. But I, I appreciated the like care to detail in other like the art and the music that the studio seems to have taken to it they just didn't have a great story to work with
1: as an but adaptation for, excellent job as a story fuck out of my face
0: yeah and i don't know if the pacing was just terrible too cuz which that could point to a poor adaptation or the original manga could be poorly paced but yeah just how long it took for them to just
2: do anything or get anything oh my god we watched 4 episodes of that play and i cannot i'm i, I <laughs> oh, am man. i'm not like I am not pro theater uh, for a lot of things. <laughs> I'm um, anti theater. It's I'm I'm very pro
0: theater, but unless like the production is the core part of your
2: storyline, which it was not here, no, you do not need to spend four <laughs> you don't fucking need episodes. Do it. On <laughs> it. Don't need to do that. Um, like every every episode that we've done that that's had like a theater musical bit, I just rolled my eyes into the back of the head and like just I just zoned the fuck out. Anytime we have some theater crap going on any of these animes, like it always, even in
1: monochrome, where that kid was a dog.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I guess not monochrome.
1: (laughs) Skip and loafer, I think,
0: handled it well. They did two episodes for the culture festival, and the musical part was just a low, like
2: a smaller piece of it. Yeah, that's the type of pacing and time they should have been doing. That was that was my max that I could deal with. Just like it happened, here's a scene from one of it, like one of them doing it. It's like, I don't care. (laughs) But yeah, spending four
0: episodes on it when they could have been in any other club and it really would not have made a huge difference to what was going on. Like it could have been the stew council. It could have been whatever. It didn't matter. It just was a club that they were a part of. It
1: amounted to nothing. Nope. Because then actually we'll get into that. Yeah. we will get to that episode. Episode
0: one, (laughs) the moon and the beast open on alpaca getting eaten by an unseen carnivore. Yep.
1: Which right here is where I thought, oh shit, I was wrong. Because at first when it's him running away and it's just normal animation for like the rest of the show. And then he goes into that one room and it's dark and it's just all black with like kind of the teal blue outlines Mm -hmm. to indicate that it's like dark in there. I thought that was so fucking cool. That was such a cool stylistic choice. This guy is like terrified out of his mind. He's being stalked. Here we're kicking off the murder mystery. I was like, shit, yeah, I'm fucking
2: in. Mm -hmm.
1: And this kid gets murdered. The school is kind of like, oh, shit, a kid got murdered. Things are tense between herbivores and carnivores now. Who cares?
2: Yeah, it seems like they, they played off the murder on how we would play a, like, Ra- racially charged, like assault in a school, on, on like the severity, like it was a big deal, mm-hmm. but like nothing ch- happened, and like like if like if you know my if my kid's uh, you know classmate was consumed at the school, I'd be like, oh yo, we're homeschooling, fuck that.
1: Yeah, dude, like I mean, I'm pulling, pulling the out. kids, but you're going to an all and, alpaca school now, and
2: and that is a big fault in the show. They never like. Really explain early on, it, like like you could have just had like some fucking dad with a newspaper, like whip out the newspaper and be like, "Oh, another kid got eaten at the school again," <sighs> or you know, some, anything to make it like officially somewhat normal, <laughs> if that makes sense. Normalized,
1: so, but the, it, normalized. it
3: was
2: so uh, abnormal
0: that they literally shut down that classroom for looks like the entire rest of the year.
1: And nobody fixed that fucking door?
0: Yeah, they just left it as a memorial.
1: Yeah,
2: school, all year. So it was a big rough.
0: deal, obviously. <laughs> but the way they treated it was so kind of up and down that it didn't seem to be congruent.
2: I I don't know. The 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 like making big shows of effort uh, or like attention to a, a tragedy versus actually doing something about it. I felt that was very real. where it's like we're going to have candlelight vigils and shit. It's like, all right, cool. Are we going to pass any laws or up security? No, we're not going to do shit. We'll just give thoughts and prayers.
1: I will say I agree with that. My hang-up is that they just had a whole-ass classroom they're not using now. That's wild to me. There's no way a school would be like, oh, this whole wing of the school or this whole theater or classroom is now a memorial. No. No, yeah. no, 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 no. They'd be like, oh, Steve got murdered right there. Guys, don't step right there on that one tile. <laughs> the rest of the class, though, get your asses in your seats.
2: Like. Uh. Yeah, we, we don't have spare classrooms. Are you out of your goddamn mind? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, maybe Animal Society's got their funding uh, on point.
1: <laughs> but we also meet the main characters. Uh, we basically meet Lagoshi, who is the gray wolf, the main protagonist of the story and we meet uh, Haru the dwarf white rabbit who's the other protagonist slash love interest she's getting bullied right out of the gate I don't know why this scene was so funny to me it should not have been but when they throw the books out of the window and like they fall on her flowers my first thought was like those were your own books guys that's just bad for you and then I realized it's her room. And then they throw a fucking mattress the out the window. Mattress. <laughs> but then the other uh rabbit shows up, the Harlequin rabbit, Mizuchi, and all I wrote down was, These fucking biracials. I no can trust them. <laughs> I'm allowed to say that. I can say that.
2: Uh, oh my god. Uh I also liked uh In the drama classroom, so one of the things that kept me hooked early on in the episodes, even though the pacing was dog shit, um, was the quirks of them being animals, and I got a big Mm -hmm. kick out of those. So those those kept me going. Like there was one scene where they're all like the herbivores in the uh, drama club are like standing around talking about the murder or you know what's going to happen because he was. Um, the alp- the alpaca that was killed was the uh, second lead or whatever second main part, yeah. In their big deal play because that's all that's important in- at this time, and um, but they're they're all talking and then the giraffe like says something in 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 the scene at, for for the listeners at home. I'm trying to pantomime this with my hand and um, <laughs> it's like <laughs> the heads into the left of the scene and talking. But then its neck goes out of the camera, and they're standing all the way on to the right of the scene. And I thought <laughs> that was like hilarious. Over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, those <laughs> little, like, funny little animal quirks. Like, you know, later we'll talk about the chicken girl when the cold opened for some reason. Bro. <laughs> Why did that need to be a six-minute cold open? Oh,
3: my God. It was God. so...
1: I thought that was going to be, like, a new character. But <laughs> <laughs> nope.
0: Nope. Yeah, that Jesus was their attempt Christ. at world building, and it was... Uh, Ooh, it's very
2: strange. It it, this, it this was.
1: Because they didn't do it
2: an... again. Like, you know, it would have been interesting to see, like, different characters throughout the school who aren't necessarily related to the main cast or interact with them, but they're affected by what's going on. And, you know, yeah. that kind of shit. No, just randomly. We're doing a six-minute hen thing. We'll uh, get to
1: that when we get to that, gentlemen.
2: Also, when the herbivores <laughs> were talking... Uh, everyone was like, oh, man, we're scared of the carnivores in the club. What are we going to do? While the squirrel has a jar, they're walking around. They're like, I can't open these walnuts. Where's Lakoshi? He always helps me open these wa- <laughs> my walnut jar.
0: Ugh. Also, the other thing, uh, the the sizes for some of the animals were so
1: bro,
2: bro.
0: weird. Because some would be way too small for their normal size. Some would be way too big for their normal size. It was... But then they had other ones who were, like, as tiny as they would be in real
2: life and worried about getting stepped on and stuff. Yeah, they had, they like, had their own tiny doors. They even had their own tiny eating area that was just, just above them, like, on a shelf in their cafeteria. They,
1: they also even say, like, I almost got stepped on like, just auxiliary characters are like, well, that's why they tell the small creatures to walk to- closer to the walls. It's like, that seems pretty discriminatory in and of itself where it's like a like, black people to the back of the bus kind of thing to me, <laughs> where it's like, oh, no, no, you're tiny? You get up against the fucking wall. like
0: Because society will not figuratively tread
2: on you, literally tread it
1: on will you. will kill you. It yeah, <laughs> um, will step on you.
2: There was a, a bit, I think it was when Hal was, or Haru was, I guess it depends on the sub versus...
0: Yeah, what was with the subtitles? It was being it was totally off base. It was
2: hal and sub, but they would say Haru, which I've yeah. heard that in Japanese as a name plenty and, of times. And if
0: you look at Mal, it's Haru. It's And then yep. I Louie was Rui.
1: And then in the English dub, they say Haru as well. They yeah. specifically oh. say Haru. Just, just I was so lost on that. Just so what, I have subtitles. no idea
0: what was going on with the with the freaking subtitles, but it was a, crazy and I think there was other characters that were messed up, but I know for sure it was Haru and Louie were both totally messed up in the subtitles. It's Netflix.
2: These guys probably had to do this in three days. Yeah. Uh, But I liked that she was like sitting. um, uh, I guess she slept with the Harlequins, other Harlequin bunny boyfriend, Mm -hmm. whatever. And deciding deciding to like stay low and out of the way so she doesn't get bullied. So she's eating like by herself out on like the loading dock or something like that behind the building. And uh it pans over and it cuts to this like montage where it's like paint splashed on the, on the wall and they would draw in the scenarios that she was trying to avoid. They did like two or three of those. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that's, that's wildly good to just have us do a quick rundown and then just get us into the setting. And I, that was thir- that was very impressive I thought in the first episode um they didn't and they did it's some those, of that every now and then
1: It's those stylistic choices that I liked that like made this not totally dog shit for me because yeah, these people some cared. of those I really liked but also this whole thing was such a fucking unintentional comedy to me because
0: oh. like, So many things I laughed at that were not supposed to be jokes.
1: (laughs) Dude, when she's getting bullied again now, like, when she's eating out on the loading dock and they, like, kind of kick her off, and then she just has a bucket of water that she throws on the girl. Like, you came to this scenario with a bucket of water. Like, this was premeditated. You had to get a bucket, go to a hose, fill it up, and then walk around the school like, where the fuck is Haru at? I'm going to throw this bucket of water on her. Like, so many steps... Went into that.
2: That That's unbelievable?
1: Like, or just funny? Kind of. Yeah. How many people have you seen get bullied with a bucket of water that the person pre-med it, like preemptively was like, I've, I've seen plenty of people get, get bullied damned.
2: with multi-layered, like multi-step plans to fuck them up. How's that?
1: Multi-step plans, sure. But carrying around it because... At this moment, nobody knows where Haru is. So she's carrying around this bucket of water around the whole campus looking for this girl. That is wild to me.
0: Yeah, I I will walk 500 miles to dump water on this fucking girl.
1: Man. (laughs) Because also when she enters the scene, there's no bucket of water.
2: Yeah, it just appears out of fucking nowhere. It does the show. (laughs) So she didn't have to walk around with it. She could summon it, Marcus.
1: Fair. Or she hid... Hundreds of buckets of water in different locations. Ooh. Oh, man, waiting. if we had a
2: montage of her just like walking out the hallway and be like, oh, there you are, bitch. Bucket from nowhere. That's her quirk, summoning buckets of water. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Bullies going the extra mile to be assholes. That's entirely candid. I don't care. I get extra mile, but that's
1: an extra few miles. That's a marathon. Like,
2: <laughs> Well, they're rabbits. They can go really far. Shut
1: the fuck it up. It wouldn't
2: take that much of a leap to accept it.
1: Oh, also, uh, Haru just, like, sleeping with basically everybody. I had said something about it to Caitlin, and she kind of, like, watched it in one episode. And Caitlin goes, rabbits like to fuck. That makes sense. And I was kind of like, oh, goddamn, that does. Damn it. I'm mad that I didn't think about yeah. this.
2: And then they explain it a little bit more that it's not just it, it's it's Haru's very strange way of taking back control Yeah in her life. But in that like literally like I think those like episode three she yeah. said it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So but early on it's just like, oh yeah, rabbits, they fucking. Yeah. Um Maybe fucking. But yeah, she's just being unhealthy with it. Anywho, we get to Rui or Lewis. Louie <laughs> Called Lewis. I called him Douche Deer for a long time, <laughs> just because he was just a lot. Um, yeah. He's trying to get a new second, uh, and he chooses this goat. And then he like walks back in the room. He's like, "All right, how, where are you on these lines?" And he's like, "I don't know. I don't know them. I don't know. I didn't do the script." And he's like, "Did you? Did you eat the script, <laughs> dude?
1: <laughs> is this Other all you're good comedy. for?
2: Is eating paper?" Unintentional comedy, that was just funny. That I was know. intentional. I don't
1: think it was meant to be funny. I think this was meant to be a tense scene and it was hilarious. Oh man.
2: But it was really funny. Right. Either way. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> and then and then like uh the VA who was the VA for the ferret? Because he sounded a lot like Bakugo and it threw me off. <laughs> uh, did you watch Subbed or Dubbed? Us, you can generally assume I will default to sub. Okay. I actually
0: did watch this, personally Watch this one in English, um, just because that's what it auto went to, and I was like, I'm not changing it.
1: (laughs) Flip-flop for me again. Also, point of note, just because I saw it was available, I checked it out. The Spanish dub is very, very good. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, It was Kai was the ferret you're talking about? Yeah,
2: maybe he wasn't. He just sounds a lot like... Bakugo because they like start yelling and now he's he's Bakugo oh, he is I, I can't find him on the yeah. list mm-hmm.
0: uh, Nobuhiko Okamoto is the voice actor oh
2: yep there it is yeah no I was like that's motherfucking Bakugo because <laughs> this is one of those voice actors kind of like the guy who does um, Yukihira Soma and Betelgeuse and a couple of other characters that he does where they can when they're talking normally they're they can have a, a good range, but they only have one note when they start yelling. When they scream, you know who it is. And it's like, oh, shit, it's Bakugo. <laughs> uh, and then I think I think Noi was the giraffe that from Doro Hidoro, like that voice actor. There, there's a ton of, like, good mm-hmm. voice actors in this, at least in the Japanese uh, version. But
1: the English has a lot of heavy yeah. ears, too.
2: Like... And I mean, it's a
1: lot of people.
2: Beastars is well-liked, um, but, you know, the, there's a burgeoning uh, furry community out there, so mm-hmm. t- your mileage may vary. Uh, but Speaking of, like, voice
1: actors, though, just a slight tangent. Mm-hmm. One thing I thought was very interesting about this is how many languages it was dubbed into. So Japanese, obviously, dubbed into English. It's in Spanish, Italian, German, Portuguese, and French. And I thought that was just wild that it was so many, because a lot of times you'll get like Japanese, English, maybe Spanish, maybe Portuguese. Sometimes you'll catch the like wild Mandarin out there, but I don't often see German or Italian anywhere. Hmm. So I thought that was very interesting. But continue. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good.
2: You're good. Um, but Rui, or it was Rui in the subtitles. So I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna call him Rui or Douche Deer. Uh-huh. I don't know. Um, but he, for whatever reason, grabs up Lagoshi and t- uh, brings him into the drama club as a part of the art crew, I guess. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, he was already was in the art club, but he kind of takes on this increased role after Tem's death. Yeah,
2: yeah, and so and he's got this complex, maybe not terribly complex, but he's got this relationship aspect with him where he keeps like telling Lagoshi to. St- to stand up for himself and have more pride, but also like taunts him with it. Yeah, and it feels like it's a it, it 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 it's a at least early on I was like oh does this guy just want to be a carnivore is he just sad that he was stuck as an herbivore but he's his character has his deep seated trauma which they just drop on you out of fucking nowhere, dude. <laughs> I I wasn't a huge fan of that, uh, but. <laughs> but he 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 just gives lagoshi a hard time and it's like why are you so meek like i'm a fucking deer and you know i'm the like leader of this school effectively mhm um but he st- strong arms lagoshi into watching guard while rui and the <laughs> goat run lines for whatever reason they can't just do in their dorm room
1: i kind of also was lost on this like because also, if they're the fucking drama club, shouldn't they be able to be in the drama room? I don't.
2: Well, there's a murderer on the loose. Yeah, and these tasty, well, yeah. and were- tasty herbivores need to be in bed. Yeah, and they were doing it on stage in the dark. <laughs> yeah, Dude, yeah, I just because <laughs> herbivores are known for their low light vision.
1: All of them. All yes. of them. Yep. Which we find out in later episodes.
2: <laughs> yeah, most of them do. Oh, um, but. So he's hanging out, and then we have this. And I was fine with it the first time, but the like really long, drawn out smelling, uh, like pause in the in the action of everything, and he could smell this um particular and it makes scent. A little scent.
0: Purple rabbit image. In
2: his <laughs> it went into, head every a, time.
1: into a Mortal Kombat X-ray cutscene. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: The first time I was cool with, and if. I was like, oh, if they do that again, hopefully it'll just be some pink mist. And he's just like, I'm in. <laughs> and it's not, unfortunately. They do the whole thing. Like, it's like almost like it's a fucking magical girl transformation.
1: I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> I was thinking the monochrome transformation where they do it every fucking uh,
2: time. <laughs> but so he smells a, a smelly smell um, that smells. And smelly. He, and then the, the um, Hal character comes walking up. He sees her because of his uh, uh, low light vision, dark vision, whatever. Hal's just like, hmm, I'm getting the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> Let me get the fuck out of here. But then turns her back, starts to walk away or run, I forget. But then look how oh, she jumps. Oh, she's sprinting. Oh, she's oh she's just sprinting. Yeah, she, she gets yeah. the heebie-jeebies and dips. And then that, you know, gets his prey drive growing, going. And he pounces on her and then just holds her because he's... Not just a to feral hold monster,
1: back, basically, yeah. But he's he's but almost also, there.
2: He's almost there. Um, it was that he gets called out to by was it was it Rudy that like hey we're done or was it another carnivore? It was the goat.
1: It was the goat. Oh, was the goat that he was like hey I need your help.
2: And then to yeah, come back because uh, Louis
0: fell off the stage and hurt himself oh, catching him.
2: Catching him. Yeah. that's right. It's because they're in the dark, dumbasses.
0: Yeah. Also, he was on guard duty, and then as soon as he hears anything, he just immediately goes chasing after it, like. Great job.
1: You're a shitty guard, dude.
0: (laughs) He's not a
2: guard dog. He's a wolf.
1: Also, uh, Haru has a line here when she's, like, sprinting away and Legoshi's, like, coming at her. But the dialogue here, at least in English, was so fucking odd because she goes, Who even cares if I live or die? I don't even... It doesn't even matter anymore. Like, then why are you sprinting as hard as you can? Instinct. Like, if you don't care, I get that, but it just seemed like a weird time to say that. Yeah. You could have said that line at any other point in the show, and it would have fit better. Because you sprinting away and being super panicky does not indicate a
2: lack of care. That's it. That, I think that's so fully on. Like she was just talking about, I've got this instinct that something is watching me right now. And she, they show later that she has a. So while I will hand completely hand wave, this scene's instinct to drive. This is the reason why she ran, even though her logic brains like, fuck it. Like my life mm-hmm. sucks anyway. But then the instinct drive doesn't make any fucking sense. In like episode 11 where yeah. she shoves the arm into his mouth because she's doing wrong. I, that doesn't make any fucking goddamn sense. Unintentional comedy.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so... But... Uh, uh, Lagoshi is basically losing his shit. And it takes us right into episode two because that's when he breaks it. So in episode two, it opens up with he's, like, holding Haru, how whatever you want to call her, White Rabbit... Jefferson airplane. I mean, doesn't and she? She even
2: says like, "Don't you can just have me if you want."
1: She says something like, "Just finish it." Like waiting is the, the
2: sub says, "You something. can just have me." <laughs>
1: Wild, but yes. Episode but, and he's two. like clawing the shit out of her arm and like drawing blood, and then Goat Guy is like, "Hey, Lagoshi, help! We need oh, help!" I think he claws we right after, he, after he gets called. Stage.
0: Well, yeah, he has his claws like on her arm. And then when he gets called and distracted,
2: she, like, pulls away and he scratches her, yeah, he which grabs, she does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he was just doing a little touchy-feely uh, weirdness.
1: Which, weird. But, yeah, but we he the- sprints away and he kind of breaks out of it and goes back into the drama club to see that Louis Red Deer is on the ground. Apparently, the goat fell and Louis just jumped over to save him. Causing him to fall, which, also two broken legs don't get us to the hospital, dude. Like, that's a bad
2: instinct, I think. I don't know.
1: It was weird.
2: He's me. just trying to help somebody. He's just natural instinct to help a brother out when they're slipping. That's a weird thing for a deer. Deer are somewhat social.
1: They're social, but they're not like...
2: I don't know. That's they also weird. don't have thumbs, Marcus. What do you want? A good show, <laughs> Dan. That's what I want. <laughs> uh, but also, whatever Legoshi had, uh, Haru, he was having this, his, his like, existential crisis of being a predator was, like, personified in this, like, creature that was talking to him and shit like that, which they never do again. Which,
1: again, was cool.
2: And it was cool, and it was a very different art style, and then it was, like, done up in a way. It's like, oh, is there someone else? Like, is the murderer out there just egging him on or something? And then Mm -hmm. it, like, the wraith, like, figure, uh, superimposes himself over. Legoshi, it's like, oh no, this is just you.
1: They become one. Yeah. And I thought it was gonna be like a Jekyll and Hyde thing that we were gonna get the whole time. And we just fucking don't. I mean, I get it. uh... Sometimes
2: I just really want some sushi, you know?
1: Bro, what? What? (laughs)
2: Uh, but anywho, we do this leg savvy. Uh, dive thing because deers apparently don't help people. And
1: shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and um I guess we cut to the next day because he uh uh Rui downplays it and just says, like, whatever. You know, move on. We need to the, the show must go on type of crap. Mm-hmm. And um, because for whatever reason, this one play will save all of animal kind and you don't get them to nationals and it'll <laughs> and it'll completely wipe away all of the issues
0: if glee club does well enough we can go to regionals and then it's
2: nationals and then we're on top of the world and then we save the world <laughs> oh, man. um so we get a little more world building the carnivores have a there's a they they it's taboo for carnivores to eat the meat of an herbivore um, for obvious ha- reasons. Right. But they have um, like eggs and tofu, soy, like to substitute type stuff.
1: Take that pro lifers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, okay, I'm like, wait, what? Um, and then we see that the, 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 the rodents and small animals have tiny tables and that's hilarious to me.
1: Also funny. Yeah. That's just funny. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, if
0: they'd made this just a pure, like, school slice of life, just
2: showing the relationships between the animals, it would have been such a more interesting I guarantee show. you that they're working on a chibi spinoff right now that is not, just not even chilling.
0: Same visuals, but just show me the dynamics between various groups and, like, the shit that
2: they do. Interacting as animals and like explain the world that way it would have been such a better show. They should have leaned in to, yeah, they should have leaned into this like everyday school life stuff harder or leaned into the murder uh, uh, prejudice, murder blah, 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 yeah. blah. Yeah. Instead of Society. doing this like very, like st- this weird star crossed lovers
1: plot,
0: yeah, that, I, that stuff was not into.
1: I honestly, I would not have been super opposed to that if it was. In the context of the murder mystery, like if Lagoshi's a suspect or something like that, and Haru comes to know him and is like, no, Lagoshi couldn't be the one. He's too kind of a soul or something like that. But the murder mystery is still there. I think that would have been cool. I would have been fine with that. But instead, it's like they just tried to do everything. Yeah, like and then tried they kind have of it failed at all. Ways. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was I, a jack of all trades, master of none scenario. Well, while well,
2: I enjoyed it, it like I said, the the faults were there, Um and the oh, we could call we could oh, I should name this episode "The Fault in Our B Stars." Shut the <laughs> fuck. Up. God damn,
1: that's good. I hate it. Uh. <laughs> uh. I, I know it has nothing to do with
2: uh, that. Actually, you know, the fault in our stars, but whatever. There's there's no, like no cancer plot. Um, <laughs> oh man, what if they did a Rui like they're like the deer have that like wasting disease?
1: oh yeah. Chr- chronic wasting
3: disease,
0: <laughs> yeah, we should yes. have a chronic wasting
2: disease arch any uh so uh, so then we get to meet Lagoshi's <laughs> friends uh roommates, apparently everyone bunks up in this uh school and they they live on campus mostly, and the school is like a bit of an island in this society, it seems like like the kids aren't really supposed to leave unless for like specific school functions and shit and they live and there. Like
1: they don't know much about the outside. That felt
2: world. weird. Like did, did they like, just g- grow up, hit like eight and then d- dumped into the school system? And they have, one of them had a line like, Oh man, I haven't been
0: off campus in like a year. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, maybe yeah, they do. <laughs> maybe
2: they just hit like, like eight or nine, you know, before you're really,
1: I will say that formed. if like a not leaving campus thing, if murders are so normalized, That I would kind of get. Like, oh, they're kids. They're going to be much more vulnerable than an adult that can probably defend themselves easier. Let's not let them leave campus. Let's keep them in this relatively controlled, somewhat – I'm doing air quotes here – safe environment. Or
2: I could see it also – in also doing that, socializing carnivores and herbivores as equals from a young mm -hmm. age and forcing and hammering that in. So I – It would be nice if season two is like, yeah, we're a recently reintegrated society and the tensions are still really high or something like that. And this, the kids going to school together is one of the efforts to, to, to integrate. But if you're keeping all these kids separate
0: from society and then they turn 18, graduate and just shove them right back into whatever the fuck's outside, that's
2: going to go great. Right. And that sounds canon as fuck. That's what the school system does. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say, but, I was like, but they're That's not secluded kinda... on
0: an island, at least. True. This is like mass homeschooling. The
2: basically. mitochondria <laughs> is the powerhouse of the cell. I know that. Um, but uh, you know, but what are taxes, right? <laughs> how, how do you fill out a car loan? Anywho, um, and uh, but but his roommates they're all like all canines mostly, I think, and
1: they are, but their dorm mother's a baboon, which I kind of what. Are baboons a canine? She, she I has don't know canines. Shut the fuck up! God damn it, Dan.
2: Yeah, and uh, his his golden retriever friend named Jack. Jack. Um, I I appreciated that he immediately knew something was off with Lagoshi, because yeah. it's his best friend. But I was also hoping that it was because like he's a dog, so they're incredibly empathetic and can read people really well. Um. But Legoshi's keeping everything pretty tight, you know, close to the chest, not really saying anything. And then and then we go into this Rui bit about how he wants to become the B star, and I did not know what the fuck that was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know I what was it was. <laughs> I I finished the season 1 and I still barely know what the fuck it is. I, I had to look it's it up. It's the
1: god of high school, you guys. <laughs> yeah, <Obviously>. basically.
2: <laughs> it, it seems like it like you you're just like voted as some like paragon of like peace between the two groups or something. But they just like sprinkled that in and never expanded upon it. Like we don't meet another beast star or something like that who's a a beaster and
1: yeah. <laughs> it yeah, it's it's the like this plot point that it seems like it's supposed to be very important that never it comes up again but just kind of in passing and for and some reason really only two characters that mention And
2: for some, it. some reason the mayor is highly involved in this selection process. <laughs>
1: Bro. <laughs> because the B star just like student council is the highest political office that one can hold. <sighs> but yes. But still leaning into episode fucking two. <laughs> uh, at one point, Lagoshi has to go get flowers for the mm-hmm. drama club to like decorate a set piece or something. Yeah, like they that.
2: decided on decorating the like entryway or something.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was an archway. And so... so Him and Anteater, I don't remember his name, go to the uh, gardening club, of which Haru is the only member. And Anteater guy bails for some reason, leaving Legoshi and Haru alone. Haru's going through, or she's oblivious to what's going on with Legoshi. She didn't see him the other night, doesn't recognize him, but she's got her arm bandaged up. And she says that she doesn't remember what it was from and just kind of writes it off. Lagoshi's having a fucking existential crisis right now. Mm-hmm. He's losing his shit. But Haru asks him to move like some planters, like some real heavy planters. And he does it. And then she's like, Well, how can I pay you back? And he's like, oh, I don't need anything. And she's like, Okay, let's fuck then. That's how I pay you back. It wasn't.
2: So it was. Pretty easy, but she also looked incredibly tired when she's like, Oh, that's why you're here.
1: She's literally says in the in the dub, I'm normally not in the mood after gardening, but let's get this over with. It's like gee, so fucking I can't
2: speak to the dub because it sounds like that's the exact same thing that was in the subtitle. <laughs> but <laughs> the 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 mood that was conveyed was just really tired.
1: She didn't seem jazzed on it, but it was also this was
2: my moment. It was pretty casual. Because <laughs> the
1: episode ends, she takes her clothes off and she's like looking up at him, and they very intentionally framed this scene for people to screenshot. And she's like, let's do this. And then it rolls credits. And that was my, oh no, is this trash moment? That was the moment that I was
0: and, like, okay. Oh, and yeah, yeah it, it
2: kind of is. <laughs> Yeah, because they never have to go as far as they do to convey the message that they want. I think at all. Like, like, and maybe that's
1: the way it is in the manga. Like, someone
2: took meticulous levels of effort to show the next episode of Haru running her hands through Lagoshi's fur. Like, someone that was their like thesis on animating (laughs) fur. Some
0: key animator put in some fucking work. (laughs) And it was weird. And it was It it was was very weird. It was
2: weird.
1: weird. When you're dedicated to your craft, artistry knows no bounds.
0: One of the few things I know about furries is apparently furry art makes fucking bank. So there's probably a lot of skilled animers animators who are making money on that. I do not
1: doubt (laughs) it. Yeah, good for them. At all. I had an audition. For an audio book that was like a furry porn audiobook. they were offering a shitload of money for this. Yeah, which one did you and do? And I was like, do what?
2: Which 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 one are you in?
1: Oh, I'm not in it. I auditioned because <laughs> they were paying $350 per finished hour, which is crazy. Wowie
2: For an audio?
1: What? Jesus. Yeah. Wowee. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, holy fuck. My rate is $250.
2: 100
1: Yeah, yes, I'm auditioning for this. And I I didn't get the role, but yeah, that's the moment I was like, "Damn, what did you audition for?
2: Like, like a walrus or something?"
1: Uh, no, it was a wolf.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder in this society, you know how we have the werewolf fairy, folk fairy they have tale, the <laughs> they have a were. <laughs> like like I was really hoping that because later on they start teasing about this black market, like, "Hey, you fucking carnivores, don't you dare go to that black market." Idiots, and um, I, was, I, I was I was I was like looking at my partner and I was like, "Audra, do you think they're they got people in cages like like human people? Like, man, what a fucking twist that would have been if they were they're just selling pets. Yeah, sell them as pets and then eat them. Um, but no, it's not that dark and um, frankly weak. But um, for whatever reason, you know, Haru, Haru is ostracized from her school society because. Uh it's basically slut shaming
1: Oh yeah. Just just in the in the dub, they specifically call her a slut. Ooh. Like a lot. They specifically use the Oh word slut. yeah. Japanese yeah. would Two, say a, two of the last
0: three things that have been inspired by Dan that I've watched have been incredibly slut shaming <laughs>
2: <laughs> What were the what was the what, one Watermote? <laughs> watermote, yeah. And this and one now
0: this because you
2: nominated What was the one? other one? I said two of the last three. Oh, two of the last three. I can't do yeah. this. No. Monster was not real slut shamey Um, <laughs> no, can't say so. Um, but oh, yeah. you know Haru really be, because she's so ostracized from everyone, she doesn't really have any friends. Her even like the one roommate who could have been her friend didn't defend her whenever she needed like her shit she's not getting really thrown out. Passive. Yeah, she's really passive. Like, yeah, I'm not going to get involved. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. well you're a piece of shit. So she really dives into her work in as the only person in the gardening club, Uh and you know, Legoshi sees this. He dips, and they're like, "Hey, did you get the flowers?" Like, no, we're we're gonna do something else. Yeah, we'll we'll get
0: get them from somewhere else.
2: Yeah, (laughs) I'm not going back. Yeah. Um. And then they did this weird montage about Rui talking about how he picked everyone for the drama club because apparently it started with Rui and then he went and scouted everybody. And the cheat And then the first person
0: <laughs> they mentioned was a
2: dominatrix. Like a what at 14? dominatrix Dude. at 14. I was like, what the fuck? And then and then hey. the, and then they picked the giraffe because of tripophobia? What the fuck?
1: I I was so tuned out of most of this show that no explanation. I was never expecting an explanation to be a real explanation. Yeah. They just say shit.
2: Um I did appreciate though that like the art club was all chosen um because Audra dug into it. All of those except for Lagoshi, all of the like, the creatures that were in the like art part of the drama club were all s- normally solitary animals. So they were stoked to just be doing their own thing.
1: But Lagoshi's the lone. Yeah, and wolf he's
2: the lone lady. wolf, so he's the outcast yeah. weird one. So it's interesting. And, you know, uh, I like the, the bird friend that was in their drama club. He would always, like, his head couldn't hold the fuck still. He was always just twitching around doing bird Wait, shit. which
1: one, the peacock or the eagle?
2: The peacock-looking oh, one. Peacock, okay. yeah. He was, he's not a peacock, but he's something. He's not? Some sort of brightly colored bird. No, he might have been a parrot. There was a, um.
1: He's got a long-ass neck. Yeah, though.
2: yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of birds had long-ass necks. Yeah, but, I mean, not a parrot. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I totally disagree on parrot. I thought it was um a peacock, but they 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 said his his breed of animal on his like title card mid episode oh, thing. Oh. Gotcha, it was like a gotcha, pea gotcha. fowl or something, something like that. But, anywho, uh, the newspaper for some reason is a thing and that all sucked except for I really liked how the like leader of the newspaper was a like a shrew looking motherfucker. Yeah, it was the editor was, <laughs> was the oh, editor. screaming at him, this tiny little shrew. So again, tiny little desk. I, again, I was also watching the last season of The Wire, so I kept thinking about the editor from The Whole <laughs> Wire as a shrew, saying like, hey, man, you opened these last four paragraphs with Jaren. I don't know if that's going to work. <laughs> but then this, yeah. this fucking shrew, he's on a desk, on a regular desk, and then he has his own little shrew desk that he's standing on, which I thought was really funny. I did, too. But yeah, so they're they're doing the play,
1: and Louis' leg is still hurt from the other night. But he's he's giving it his fucking all, like he's performing his ass off, and basically at the end of the play, he starts to collapse. Like it's doing this, like from his point of view, which was cool type of thing like inside the mask. Yeah. yeah, again super cool stylistic choice and you can kind of like see the edges fading in like as he's starting to lose it but he's like oh it's okay the curtain is going down they're not gonna see me collapse and so the curtain falls and then he falls and then it again shows his pov waking up like in the school infirmary or hospital or something like that
0: well i like the moment where he's like Barely holding on to consciousness, and he's like, What? Why isn't anyone going out there? Don't leave the audience applauding. (laughs) Like, somebody go out and do a curtain call. (laughs) We need to do
1: a curtain call. Yeah, don't you hear the audience? They're losing it. Like, so I will say that was a good showcase of like how tunnel visioned he is and how like, like his drive, which I did appreciate. And again, that POV of him, like, through the skull mask that he's wearing. Was a cool stylistic choice.
2: For some reason, I thought that the fact that the zebra's name was Ellen was really funny to me. Like, of all the <laughs> names they could choose, it's like, oh no, Ellen! You're you're you okay? Oh, they had biology day, which they never touch on again um, because they didn't know what they were doing with the story. But the I was like, what's a biology day? It's like every other day, there's like rooms set up for every species to like hang out in their preferred biome type mm-hmm. situation. Um the zebras the zebras were just really stoked to be standing amongst a bunch of vertical things, which was a vertical <laughs> black pole. <laughs> They're like, oh, isn't it so great just to blend in? Uh the polar bears were complaining like it was too bears. hot. <laughs> it's like a little hot. And here. it was like fifteen degrees below yeah. or something like
1: that. Is it hot in here to you? And it's like, yeah, a little
2: I, bit. Yeah, so you know what you know what Nick said, that was the part that I probably enjoyed the most was just the the quirks of animals going to school was mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. Yeah, and I would have loved to have gotten just more of that
0: generally because there was a huge world-building opportunity here that they did not take advantage of. Because
2: this is the last bit of like their day-to-day world-building for the rest yeah. of the show. Um, but <sighs> episode four, Rui's leg's officially broken. Um, yeah. and, and this is when they start... Or this is a, the episode I felt like when they really started trying to hit on this dynamic of a carnivore people versus herbivore society. And carnivores having this friction because they, they feel like they have to be suppressed all the time.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Which, you know, they can't act out. They can't bear their teeth. And I thought that was an interesting, like, race conversation where it's like, oh, no, oh you can't act up because people will start assuming... It's-
1: yeah, it's like a respectability politics thing. Yeah,
2: so it was icky, but I liked that they were doing it in this way. And, again, the show doesn't yes. capitalize on what they set up as well as they should. I'm probably going to watch season two just because I am see- I would like to see where it, they take it. But...
1: I'm not going to lie. When I went to look up the characters list, there's a character that looks fucking wild that I'm like, man, where was this guy at? I'd like to see what's going on with that dude. His name is Melon, and he's a gazelle. And in his picture, he's, like, holding a gun to his head while, like, looking real manic. And I'm like, what is going on with that guy? (laughs) I need to know what's happening with Melon. But whatever. We don't get it. But, But, uh, uh, yeah, so Louis gives the lead role to... Bill the Bengal Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Man, why wasn't it Tony?
2: I guess that's a lawsuit. <laughs>
1: Man. But his name being Bill is just funny to me. I don't know why whenever someone has, like, a super mundane name in something like this, it's just yeah, funny. Dude, to we me.
2: got Jack, Bill, and uh, Ellen. Ellen,
1: yeah. But then you have, like, the, uh, the eagle whose name is, like, Aldo. And so, like, they have – and Lagoshi, And so they have, like – cool names but then it's just oh and then there's Bill. He's just chilling. Yep. But Bill is really wanting to like play up this role. He's like oh shit. Fuck yes. I've been taken out of the like backdrop and I've been put in the spotlight. I'm gonna eat this shit up. And so they're about to do the performance and it turns out he like drinks a little bit of blood. Before he, I don't think he
2: consumes it, but he busts it out to show Lagoshi like I'm gonna dope, you know I'm gonna get myself. I
1: I thought he took a few drops.
2: He's he was planning on it. Planning on we actually see him. He got stopped, but he was Um, planning on it.
0: Yeah, and then it's as like it's some sort of performance enhancer. I I don't really get how
2: or why because I have to dope to do a play. Don't you? Yeah.
1: Didn't you guys do theater?
2: No. I mean wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't a monster suffice? Yeah. yeah.
1: It, it seemed blood like a, rabbit blood, blood was like a, a bump monster. of
0: cocaine, basically, is the vibe yeah. I got, but cool.
1: But yeah, Bill goes out there and he's like not quite fucking up his lines totally, but he's like stumbling a bit. And well, it's because the and kind of
2: him like, had, had a tussle a little a little bit. Before, like, I, I think it got punched. Before, yeah. Lagoshi punched him because he smells it, and he's like, that's rabbit blood. And he has a lot of emotions and feelings mm. around that. Assaults Bill, and Bill's just like, <laughs> how'd you know it was rabbit blood?
1: Like, hey, you, you, gotcha, you, you, you
2: smelled that shit. Where'd you smell it from? And then yeah. now they're both kind of guilty. But yes, then he goes to the play. He's doing a mediocre job. And, well, and the
1: audience is kind of like he hears the audience like man that's not Louie. You were the antlers. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't see any horns. Uh, yeah, as
0: if the massive like size difference wouldn't be a dead kid. Right.
1: Um, <laughs> and you don't see the fucking orange and red fur? Does it smell
2: You're like cornflakes like, in here? And yeah. <laughs> and Lagoshi but also Lagoshi has backfilled Bill's position that he vacated in the play. As like as one of the, the villains. One. Yeah. So so Bill was stoked to be able to go toe to toe with another carnivore and not have to be restrained. And again, they set up really cool shit <laughs> that they never they don't capitalize on cuz absolutely like someone being like suppressing their own nature even if it's not like I'm not harming anyone by just doing my own nature, but society tells me no. Like that, that's that's mm-hmm. a cool plot. And then the, that ends here with this episode basically. Um <laughs> But Lagoshi, whenever he's supposed to come onto the play or his part of the scene, he just comes out swinging. (laughs) Literally, yeah.
1: He just throws
0: the the sword to the the side
2: and just punches him right in the face. It was like it was like most matches in in, uh, if if anyone's ever played chivalry medieval warfare before is just you go up to someone, throw down your weapon, pull out the fists. We're gonna end this like men. And yeah, so
1: they start, like, fucking going at it, and the the audience is pretty into it. And they're kind of like, are they acting, or do those guys fucking hate each other? Like, I don't understand. And at one point, Bill, like, claws the shit out of Lagoshi's back. But this is ha- after Legoshi starts pounding on Bill in the face. Oh, he's the full mouth
2: going, just wailing. Yeah and doing like, the ground and pounds
1: on shoulders like boom 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 just like bouncing his head off the stage like a fucking em bopper or some yeah, shit yeah
2: bill gets them both up and then he yeah he just goes in for the clinch with lagoshi he, he cuz he wasn't really fighting back very much and he's like yeah isn't this carnivore shit great and then just starts raking him he's like you're Dude, never going to yeah. forget this um
1: and then like bill is going to fucking like rear back and claw at him again, and then old Brokeleg shows up <laughs> and, like, deflects it away and, like, says something like, get out of here, imposter! Like, he's saving the play with this new plot point, and he's like, you're not the real Grim Reaper, and he, like, puts on the skull. He's like, it's all right, Lagoshi, you should leave. Also, don't let people see your fucking back, because holy fucking shit. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, yeah. So that was... Yeah, don't let the audience see the blood. So, yeah. <laughs> As much as I hated the play stuff, it was neat that Rui was like still like trying to defuse this situation, but was like the show must go on, <laughs> you know. Um, but I, I imagine Bill would potentially get in a lot of trouble for doing anything carnivorous and, and violent.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely.
2: And but I mean, in bouncing kind of Bill's applied... skull off
0: the stage, wouldn't also get ocean. But an yeah. herbivore <laughs> could do that.
1: Well, that's what I was saying. I think it's. Implied that if it's between carnivores, who fucking cares?
0: Because Bill because certainly the, didn't. The next, or, ep- or at least yeah. it's it, at least it's a lower tier issue. Mm-hmm. Like oh that that's almost like boys being boys thing. Oh so
3: versus
2: yeah. oh it's okay. It's carnivore and carnivore violence. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Let them hash it out um, because it totally is. They get like scolded by Rui. We're the teachers, and um and. I thought Bill. I'm like, oh shit! Bill's the killer. He's you know he's the doped up violent kid, and mm-hmm. it's okay. Bill and the are apparently fine, more or less. They worked it out. They just had to get some of their little aggression out and yeah. have a chat, and they're fine. Because I guess that's just what carnivores do: is they just they they do a little tussle every now and then and yeah, reestablish their hierarchy. I guess.
1: But yeah, the crowd fucking loved this whole new quote-unquote ad-libbed scene, <laughs> and the applause is fucking wild. And then so the next day, which also was the next episode, the paper comes out and it's highlighting Bill, uh, Louis, Rui, and Lagoshi from all of this like this c- crazy good like drama that happened on stage and. Louis at first is about to like suspend them and he's like really chewing into him, and then like kind of a fan club of girls show up to like get Louis in and, and the news and like yeah like show up and like talk to him and he's like all right last night didn't happen it was all part of the fucking plan everybody shut the fuck up we're gonna <laughs> eat good off of this all right.
0: Everyone be around, cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he turns around and he's like, yeah, we, we thought a last-minute change might be cool for the audience. Did you like it? And they're all like, yeah, oh, you're the fucking best. You're going to be the B-Star
2: or some shit. I don't Every know. time I saw B-Star or they say B-Star or I would read it, I would always think Monstars from
1: Space Jam. <laughs> uh,
2: that, it always made me think of that bit from Dr.
1: Stone. Which was the dumbest fucking title ever, where it's like, they call him the world's strongest primate high schooler. That's a real line they say about a character. And it's just this high schooler that's fucking huge Adonis. Oh, the 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 dude who looks like
2: he belongs in JoJo's? Like he's in the wrong anime?
1: Yeah. The world's strongest primate high schooler. Fucking hilarious to me. So that's what the title of Beastar was. To me,
2: yeah. Um, cut to was it, we see that, um, throughout the yeah. episodes, Rui or, or the Hal has been talked about by several herbivores. And like the the one Harlequin bunny was like, Oh, I just got with this one girl, and like you wouldn't know her. And she's like, Oh, does she steal? Does she smell like this? Does she <laughs> like sleep poorly? <laughs>
1: Does she fold her clothes? Yeah, after, after fucking. Yeah, <laughs> and they're
2: all like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, but then we find that Rui participates in visiting Hal, or Haru, excuse me, um, and they have a strange relationship because he's betrothed to someone else as a fiance type thing, arranged situation,
1: like pre-arranged marriage. Yeah.
2: And he, you know, they seem to they go back and forth where they seem to have a nice relationship where they're like two ones like a, like a social outcast because he's so far removed from everyone above them <laughs> and the other one's down on the bottom but then he says your beauty lies in minding your own business and I'm like what the fuck bro that's 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 some like your cab fares on your on the dresser on the way out like what the fuck yeah.
1: that is some manipulative abuser bullshit
2: so that's not cool. I thought they were actually going to be an interesting like dynamic, but it's not um then we have a bit was, where oh. I was gonna
1: say was this the episode where uh Lagoshi comes to see Haru and opens the door to just see no there? that's
0: like seven or eight seven or eight yeah, okay, it comes okay. up yeah it comes up um the, no this is just the introduction where you f- you first see the two of them together. And then after that,
2: it's uh, Lagoshi and Haru having lunch together.
3: Because
2: mm-hmm. um, okay. so we had the bit where the uh, canine boys all apparently do a trimming at the same time in the courtyard, I guess, and uh, gather up all their fur and donate or uh, sell it. They sell it specifically. They're like, oh, we're going to make some money off of this,
0: which was yeah. All, all the animals are like selling like the stuff that they produce off their own bodies, which was a weird dynamic. Man. It's really that grind mindset taken to the extreme. Yeah, the Sigma
1: <laughs> grind set. I cannot wait for episode seven. Just to just to say, like preface, audience, get ready. I'm so hyped for episode. Yeah.
2: Seven. Um. I, I also like that the that dinosaurs are treated as gods. <laughs> gods. That's. Fu- I mean, Again, that's
1: cool. Hilarious.
2: That's hilarious. It's it's funny and, uh, and and neat. I like dinosaurs though, so I get it, and. And but
1: we all came from dinosaurs, so it's important to learn about them. Like, did,
2: mm, Not exactly. We
3: all come from
2: dinosaurs? H- yeah, Harvey Birdman Check, check your there.
1: science. <laughs> yeah. You know, we all know that the T-Rex evolved into an anthropomorphized anteater. Like, that's what happened on the evolutionary yeah. chain. Yeah,
0: the meteor hit, and they had to immediately evolve into an anteater. Yeah. That was the only way to survive. But uh,
1: speaking of meteor... We learn that the meteor festival is coming up and basically all of the clubs are gonna be participating in so this we're getting the school festival. Artists.
2: It's a school festival, but it's held outside of the school yeah, yeah. so it's some sort of city
0: festival and the school participates yeah the school assists with or something, which is an interesting touch, but they didn't do a whole lot with it outside. No. Of- just an excuse for yeah. them to leave
2: school grounds, and then yeah, bad stuff happened to him. Um, but yeah, Lagoshi has a, a lunch with Hal or Haru, and uh, they get to sit down. Haru has to sit on Lagoshi's backpack because she's too small for regular human sized chairs. The
1: table, yeah. <sighs> There's no human sized chairs. This is but then
2: she, her leg kicks every time he chews and like shows his teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, like back to the instinct reactions, and that one makes perfect sense. Uh, but she's like, This is fucking torture. Just <laughs> hanging out with you and being around you. No fault of your own, but <laughs> I'm done. And she's, she's, I am not jazzed. She's she's trying to peace out and then like quietly distance herself from him. And Lagoshi's just not having it because he's a stalker.
1: What do you mean?
2: Jesus That's what like wolves do, this right? goddamn show. Uh. In episode six. Yeah. um, We cut to a, it was like a news. It, it was like the like news. The, news. The, the regular old yeah. news. A gr- About a devouring had happened. Yeah. So, this, mm-hmm. so it took six fucking episodes for us to ha- even skirt around and touch the idea that someone got murdered earlier. <laughs> like we had that to loop news. all the way back around to this. I feel bad for Tim. That kid had no fucking friends. He was
1: like, oh, Tim's dead? Or Justice. Shit, we got to replace him in the play. Oh, he got a little bit. Like That's the big part.
2: Legoshi delivered his love note for him to the sheep or whatever it was.
1: (laughs) Which also, how fucking depressing was that?
2: Yeah, that's depressing.
1: Where it's like, oh, are you going to finally confess your love? No, now's not the right time. I got to wait for the right time.
2: Dead. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they they straight up devoured someone on the street, which is h- horrifying. Um, and but like later on this episode, you know, they they show that society seems to be real calm for some reason, even though mm-hmm. there's murders and shit like that. But uh, but now there's this like herbal the the tensions are back with the herbivores and carnivores because there's been another devouring. Mm-hmm. And then Lagoshi comes across another gray wolf, which we saw a little bit of during biology day when the canines got to sit in a dark room with a giant full moon.
1: You don't like doing that?
2: I don't,
0: I don't need the full moon. Yeah. Weirdest we're, we're <laughs> theme hotel I've ever been to. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Um, <laughs> but there's this gray wolf um, that's being bullied by, was it other was it herbivores giving her a hard time? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I was
1: basically s- saying like you're nothing but like a predator mm-hmm. piece of shit. Nobody can trust you. Uh, well, like going into the, like the discrimination thing, and it's the, there's the, there's a moment in this scene that I had to pause because I was laughing so goddamn hard. <laughs> but Lagoshi shows up and he's like, hey why are you guys bothering her? That's my sister. Is there a problem here? And they're like, you don't look anything alike. And is like, oh, she looks like our mom and I look like my dad. Right, sis? And she's like, that's right, big bro. And they kind of leave her alone. But as they're walking away, whatever the bird guy is, they're like, all right, fine. See you later, loser. And the bird just goes, <laughs> "Wow!" <"Wah!" laughs> like squawks at Yeah, him. His head gets really high. big. <laughs> This one gets huge. I I'd about it. that. I, I had to pause and give myself like five minutes to come back because I lost it.
2: Here. There, for some reason, I really wanted – there's this like old comic of like some – it's anthropomorphized animals. Like one dude like sneaking into a – Facility with a bunch of armed I know guards. Exactly. And what is like murdering them all from behind. And then he gets to the he's owl. Like snapping their oh, necks. He's snapping their necks. And he does it to the owl. And the owl just he, turns his head, looks at him, and then shoots him. And I was hoping, <laughs> I was praying for something like that to happen. Like, because this scene, like the bird walking down the like a uh, hallway, it would have been hilarious if he just like slowly turned his head all the way around to just be like, I'm looking at you. <laughs> and they didn't. But- you know what? And yeah. that's a shame.
1: But that squawk fucking set yeah. me into order. Yeah, no, they, they,
2: they, they looney-tuned his head being so much bigger. <laughs> uh, so, again, the, the, like, pushing and pulling of the tone was very inconsistent. Uh, I also, uh, and then they confirmed, uh, I think it was Aoba, the eagle of in their crew, was, yeah. like, lamenting the fact that he doesn't have his flying license yet because... They, uh, the carnivores, I don't even know why they even left the school anymore.
1: They had to go to uh, City Hall for something.
0: Yeah, they had to get, like, the specifications for what their space was going to look like and what they no. were supposed to be doing
2: at the festival. Man, why can't you mm-hmm. send an email? I think, right? <sighs> no, we'll send only the carnivore boys out. And then, well,
1: they do. They do say specifically, "Well, we because some of the herbivores are like, well, we want to do stuff too."
2: Uh, and the like, tensions are high.
1: Don't you know somebody got fucking murked? We're not sending you guys out there to get murked, too. Mm-hmm. We're sending only the carnivores out. Nobody's gonna try and eat a carnivore, which that happens all the time in like
2: regular. Oh, and kingdom. Th- they talk about it but, in the show too. They're like, "Yeah, hey, you're like, not safe."
0: Like, like. D- dogs and house cats get murked by like coyotes
2: all the yeah, fucking time. All the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they talk, they talk about it in the show and it's like at least the carnivore has m- maybe more tools to fight back and they got that dog in yeah. them to defend themselves, you know.
1: <laughs> Shut up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you just really wanted to say dog in them, didn't you? Uh, how long
1: were you saving that? I got to know.
2: I th- I thought about it like earlier this morning. <laughs> <laughs> And,
1: um, yeah, so they end up getting lost out in town. They tried to
2: use their Zoozle map. The Zoozle maps.
1: But they get lost and end up stumbling on the black market, which your black market is not well hidden if children can find it.
0: I don't think it's supposed to be that well hidden.
2: No, it seems to be I, a like yes, the, but... the, the secret everyone knows about and doesn't talk about. Like a... It's like everyone knows where the red light district is, but like regular society, we just don't talk about it. But so, so, so like episodes one through four were weirdly slow. I hated this, the, the, the drama club bullshit. And then we had some interesting stuff. And then this episode pops off six with this black market shit, because there's like some aardvark looking motherfucker Um, Like homeless old man selling fingers, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is the world like the gritty world building I was hoping for." And took the time to price each one differently. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Hey, run your business, man. Yeah. But also, it's wild to me that he had all of his fingers. If like, did he just that morning decide to? No, no, he was missing a couple. Oh, he. Oh, yeah, no, no, he he
2: he he had, I think like three or four missing, give or take. Yeah, he was okay, done I like six or had, seven.
1: I thought he had his figures, because I was thinking like, how, old man, if this is your game, do you have anything?
2: But I think that he was all roomy-eyed and shit, so he was like on his... He didn't have a lot of means to provide for himself, yeah. whatever. Um, So he was selling his fingers. And they're all like, or Lagoshi well, is like, yo, what the fuck? And Bill's like, you Bill guys in. want in? <laughs> yeah, like I'll buy. I'll, <laughs> I'll, it's finger looking good. Yeah, Bill's just like, I'll buy a round. First round's on me, guys. And he's like, if we we can all go in and we can share it. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Which also, how much? How tiny of bites are you taking? Like, it's a finger, sir. Eat a Dory ate one in one bite.
2: This is That's true. The this reference. is true. He swallowed a whole.
1: Yeah. Um, but Lagoshi bails like he's losing his shit at this moment because like a vehicle was parked
2: in front of the black the the back alley, and then mm. after this like interaction with the the homeless man and them kind of arguing about it, then the ve- vehicle pulls away, and then we see the whole black market, and then Lagoshi, mm. panicking, decides to take off through it.
1: Yeah, that's the reasonable thing to do for the plot.
2: Yeah.
0: Because
1: then we meet my favorite fucking character. Goheen. (laughs) Oh my God, what a Uh, meme of a character.
0: And in English, voiced by Keith Silverstein, who did Hisoka from Hunter Hunter. Yep. And Johan from Monster.
1: And uh, he's Shen from Dorohidoro, the mushroom guy. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah which god damn what a fucking meme of a character so he is the self-proclaimed psychiatrist like psychotherapist psychotherapist yeah. uh and and protector of the black market and he just has this kid chained up
2: on a yeah, bamboo yeah, pole I which thought, hilarious I thought In, Lagoche, like
0: takes pics of him and stuff it's
2: I thought Legoshi was uh, in real trouble. Dude, I thought we were...
1: I was like, is this like a Saul plot line? What the fuck yeah, is happening It, it right seemed
2: now? like she had have taken a real turn all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> Dude! Because, because as Legoshi was running through the um, black market, we see that there is plenty of animal flesh on sale. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know if it was in this episode but, or maybe another episode, but there were like even tiny rats around a like kebabs stack spinning around like they're just having mm. euros for fun it's like holy shit um <laughs> but yeah panda man is all uh he's he's got these gnarly scars he's jacked and yeah um he has a talk with legoshi says that oh yep you're just gonna be another like murderer case i'm gonna put you on the wall um <laughs> you're going on the blackboard kid. yeah um <laughs> And I don't know why yeah, Legoshi like, passes out. Was it just for plot? I think, just,
1: I, I think it was just overwhelmed.
0: Yeah, he was trying to fight the instinct to just devour meat and got overwhelmed. Yeah. And I think just yeah. kind of had an episode.
1: They do the scent thing where he's like smelling all of this. Oh, meat. it's probably still And lot. it's like he starts to get a little like red eye kind of thing. Like whenever he's beasting out and he's like fighting it. And that's what causes him to like get real. Yeah. Awkward. And then the guy's line is like, lucky for me, you passed out in this alleyway, kid. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. But also he just lets him go.
0: Yep. Yeah, after talking to him and giving him rabbit porn.
1: Rabbit yeah. porn. And bamboo tea. Because you have yeah, to rabbit porn. You have
2: to figure out what your feelings are. Are they like romantic slash sexual, or is it just your like a twisted version of your prey drive? Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's like. Look at this rabbit porn. If you get a boner, this is your fetish. If you don't get a boner, it's just cuz you want to fucking eat that other rabbit. Yeah. Like if you're still feeling the same way you're feeling, it's not that you're in love with her. That's your prey drive. I thought that you was want to eat her.
2: Him addressing it was weird with the porn, but that plot thread is interesting. Like are your feelings real or that you just trying to, you know, have a sandwich? And have you chosen a prey? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Are you really in love or are you just hungry?
2: Yeah. And so, but then they go into like the, so like six was kind of a highlight episode for me just because of the world building, like saying like, oh shit, society's functioning because of this dark shit happening in the back alleys. And they talk about how like hospitals and funeral homes sell sometimes. It sounds like, imagine it's very illegal, but they sell dead herbivores or I guess carnivores too, just meat. To the black market. Yeah. And it's probably a, they cremate them, but they're really selling the bodies yeah. to and, carnivores. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yep. And this is what keeps like, this is, this is, this is the cost of polite society <laughs> almost. And yeah. Um, also like there was a bit where he was talking about like, yeah, some like carnivores who go a little feral will like auto cannibalize. Like they'll eat themselves.
1: Yeah, he craved meat so bad he started to eat his own. Art. Yeah, that's
2: that's nuts. Like so, that. so I I like that. I'm. It's unfortunate that it took six episodes to really get into the meat and potatoes of this, and uh. Dan, <laughs> and uh, I didn't laugh at what Dan said. I would laughed at Marcus's know, face too. I, 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 I was just looking, and I just <laughs> see Marcus's face. Brings me joy, and um, but just 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 like. Having that intense need, addict levels of need to consume flesh, where it just completely Mm -hmm. overrides every self-preservation, even, you know, for this, the auto cannibalize is intense. Unfortunately, we don't really go much more into it after this episode. And then they drop it. (laughs) (laughs) And, oh, man, I was like the third or fourth time I've had to say, cool thing happened. And then they fucking stopped caring about it.
0: Um, yeah, there was too many threads they were trying to touch on in this twelve episode arc, and it failed them horribly almost by not on every single sticking count. to. Yeah, oh, yeah. If they needed three or four things, stick to those. Have your main theme, have some subplots, and drive it through your twelve episode arc. You don't have a thousand episodes of world building here. Chill the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: yeah.
0: You're not one piece. <laughs> I think. It gets good at episode
1: 300. Shut the fuck Ugh. up. I knew you were to say that. <laughs> but yeah, and then so after after this, we get into episode seven with the cold open to end all cold <laughs> opens. It is Legoshi's chilling in class, and he's next to this uh, hen character who we don't see before this. And it's her monologuing, like inner monologue. And she's like, I sit next to this wolf boy. I call him sad eyebrows or something <laughs> yeah. like that. But on Wednesdays, he's happy. And then it shows him and Jack talking. And Jack's like, What why do you always eat an egg salad sandwich on Wednesdays? And the girl she's like, I don't know, dude. Wednesdays, these bitches be hitting. I don't know what it is about Wednesday egg salad, but goddamn, it's good. And then she has this like flash pop <laughs> idol moment. And she's like, those are my
3: eggs.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was was funny. I was watching this with Audra, and then we're both like, oh, my God. They're going to be her eggs. They're going to be her fucking eggs. And then it drops, and we're both like, oh, there it is. Yeah, your girl did work.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I took up a part-time job with the school selling my eggs. And then it shows, like, how dedicated she is to oh, making sure her eggs taste the fucking best. And then at one point Lagoshi stops eating the Wednesday egg salad sandwiches. And he's well like, no, like he comments
0: that they're they're not as good and then she freaks out and has like a moment well, of no, like
1: because he's got like a steam bun one day. On a Wednesday. And yeah, and she like looks at the calendar and it says Wednesday and she's losing it. And Jack's like, I thought you'd eat egg salad on Wednesday. She's like, it just ain't been hitting the same, man. And she's like, oh no, I'm so sorry. My eggs are imperfect. But turns out it's just that her shit's so popular, they moved it to Friday. So it's the most consumed day or some, some fucking thing. And she has x-ray vision now. And she's like, I can't wait, and like looks into his backpack to see an egg salad sandwich for him to try. But
2: then, whenever he's like, "Oh, hey, uh, I forgot my eraser. Can I borrow one of yours?" She's like, "I don't have an extra one." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it is still really cold to him, but really needs the only. The
0: only part of this relationship (laughs) I care about is you eating my eggs. Beyond that, want nothing to do with you,
2: (laughs) bro. And 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 then after that, because she's she's talking about like. Doing this for all hen kind, like the pride of all mankind, and because there's another there's another hen in the class that they're like friendly with, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then she's like out jogging all the time, staying fit, eating well. And then it just cuts to the opening, and then we never we see her once more. And then, but we never talk about and this fucking thing. We don't touch on it. Again. Yeah, we never. Like, this is the shit that would happen in an OVA. Like six minute special montage yeah. later. This
1: is an after credits or some or
2: a web tune or something. Or some, yeah. This was included but, on the DVD, you know?
1: Yeah. But in the in the real episode, like after the OP, this is I jumped the gun. This is where uh Lagoshi is going to the the greenhouse, or not greenhouse, but like the garden yeah. office clubhouse, whatever you want to call it. And he runs into Louie as he's exiting, like, after him and Haru just fucked.
0: Yeah, Louis leaving and the I fuck think, room, which was so nice of them to give the garden club. <laughs> yeah.
1: But also, I think this was the episode where it's, like, her running through the forest and pushing away the, like, watercolor trees and shit like that. And it was really cool and stylized. Was this but then it shows her grab two trees, and then it pans out, and it's her holding yes. Louis's horns. Yep.
2: That was this one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that and was, was like, that was lovely. Such a
1: cool fucking stylized thing. Do more of this, please. But yeah, so Louis and Lagoshi have this kind of weird standoff, and even Louis is like, why the fuck am I so defensive right now? What the shit is happening to me? Because mm-hmm. he's like, why the fuck are you here, Lagoshi? And Lagoshi's like, oh, I was just coming to see the president of the Garden Club, and Louis is like, why, bitch? <laughs> Talk. And Lagoshi's like, I don't know, man. I just kind of wanted to see her. I like it when she smiles or he says something like kind of sweet like that. And Louie's kind of like, is he interested in Haru? There's no way. Like, and he's kind of like, well, maybe she's just playing him. Like she's doing some game here. Yeah. And Lagoshi and Louie kind of walk off. But this is also when Jack finds the rabbit porn DVD. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you're growing up so fast.
0: He's <laughs> like, I thought I knew my boy, and now I find oh, this. <laughs>
2: <sighs> this he, like, show would have been so much. It,
1: like a mom. Like, I found this in your drawer. Do you want to explain it?
2: Yeah. Yeah, The show would have been much better if they stuck with like maybe have season 1 be the school living uh like chill thing where they deal with the murders in the school and like had mm-hmm. that arc and it's like maybe com- mostly comedic and world building and then and then they tack on like the darker seedier parts as they went but they try to smash and then they go out into yeah. the real world and then they but they it's smashed like everything that. together um, somehow simultaneously rushed everything, but then wasted a bunch of time.
1: I, I, when we get to the very end, I have an idea of like what would have made season one very, very good and lead yeah. into season two in a very, very good way. We'll get to it, but I have my own idea of like what would have killed it for me. Yeah.
2: But, uh, more episode six, Juno is now seven, seven, seven. Yes. Uh, Juno is now, um, after interaction with Legoshi, it seemed like she was vaguely aware slash interested in him before.
1: Oh, yeah. And then this is where like he she asks him to help dance, learn the dance, right? Yeah.
2: Because Juno's you know, simping for Legoshi. Oh, yeah. The big, nice wolf man, boy, whatever. Um, and to her credit, she just says what she wants out loud. To I him. loved it. It just says it. To the point that
1: I, w- I thought it was an inner monologue, and then I saw her mouth moving. And I was like, oh. Oh, she's saying that. Good job, girl. Hell yeah. Get yours.
2: Yep. And Legoshi's uh, an idiot. What do you mean? Uh, doesn't really commit to anything, yay yeah or nay. And um, they get uh, they get interrupted or something. I don't know.
1: Well, Some high school. Uh, well, yeah, because Louie comes in. Was it Louie?
0: Or yes, no, that was the first time. That that was a later scene, sorry, when Louie yeah, and yeah. her have her their standoff. Mm.
1: Yeah, because it's just another kid that's like, oh, you guys are here early, blah, blah, blah. But she straight up says to Legoshi how uh, she feels. Legoshi's like, oh, yeah, I heard about this in biology. When two species of the same – or when two animals of the same species interact, they like it. It's nice. So, yeah, you'll learn about it when you're older in, like, the most condescending fucking way (laughs) he could have possibly said that shit. Yep. Because she's a freshman and he's a sophomore. And so he just kind of writes it off like, yeah, you're just more comfortable around your own.
2: Stupid. That's it. You stupid head. Yeah. But he's only got eyes for Haru.
1: And he was trying to, like, distance himself from her for a bit. Like, kind of, like, trying to repress that. Like, hey, maybe big panda mercenary man was right. I need to just fucking split away from her. But she keeps, like, popping up in his sphere. And he kind of, like, finally admits uh, just to himself, not out loud, like a normal person, that he's in love with her. With how? And so it's him trying to, like, come to terms with these feelings of like realizing what it is <clears throat> and finally admitting it and not trying to repress it.
2: Um, episode then, eight, there's uh, another devouring, yeah.
1: <laughs> episode eight, um, there's another one, but the at this point they're like preparing for the meteor festival in kind of in full,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and Haru finds herself because they're at the site. Preparing, like at the festival site, setting things up, and I don't know who it was, but they say something like, "Hey, you should probably head back. It's getting kind of dark." And Haru kind of looks up and realizes, "Oh shit, everybody's fucking gone," and there's a devourer on the loose. I don't know that I can get back on my own safely and she sees Lagoshi and she's kind of like, "Hey, can you take me back to school basically?" And Lagoshi's just going through the ringer with his inner turmoil at this point between like, I kind of want to fucking eat you or I kind of want to fuck you. I don't know. I This is the weirdest episode of Fuck Mary Kill I've ever <laughs> been a part of <laughs> in my life.
2: Cuz yes, Yep. Yeah. Uh so yeah, the answer horror is yes. I also, horror. this is the episode that we get confirmed that the mayor is indeed a lion. I was mostly yeah. joking um about this being like it seemed like it's the Zootopia plot. Um mm-hmm. but the the goddamn mayor is a lion. If if they would have gotten JK Simmons to voice him in the dub, oh my god. <laughs> Lose my
1: mind. I lost my. The show would be a
2: ten. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, Hal and Lagoshi are, I guess, about to get on the subway, and they're starting to have an argument. She tries to get away. Lagoshi also, Lagoshi, casually throws. I guess that's a maybe. It's a, is it a Japanese thing where it's like so? If you try to like walk away from someone during a conversation, that it's just okay for them to fucking grab you. There was another show. And can
0: prevent you from going almost, anywhere. There's another character yeah. that did that. Because
2: over and his over, domestic girlfriend. It happens, it happens so girlfriend. much in this show. <laughs> it happens so way
0: too much. much.
1: I I almost got in trouble at at my day job because there was a guy that I was like having kind of a tiff with. Like something was wrong about something we were doing, and I was like, unless you can talk to me like an adult, we're not having this conversation. You have a good day. Come back and talk to me when you can actually talk to me. I started walking away. He grabs me by the arm and he's like, I'm not done talking to you. I got in trouble with HR because I then grabbed him by the throat and pinned him against the wall. And I said, don't you ever touch me again, you little rat fuck. You just and don't touch HR people. HR called me down there like, you can't do that. And I'm like, mm. in my defense, that motherfucker shouldn't be grabbing people. And so it was a big thing. So, Yeah. Why are you grabbing people, especially in the heat of an argument? That's how you get your shit fucking rocked, and you
2: deserve yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you can't illegally detain people. <laughs> That's yeah, it. Like, <laughs> um, Man. But, speaking of shit getting rocked, so he's grabbing uh, Haru because she's trying to dip on him, um, and then everyone sees this, and there's been multiple devourings in the last few months. Mm-hmm. Everyone's on edge, and, like— Just throwing hands on an herbivore is grounds for, I think, like, I don't know if it's charges, but, like, the cops will fucking talk to you.
1: They say, she says specifically, if a carnivore is even thought to be acting hostile towards an herbivore, it's grounds for them to arrest you. Yeah,
2: which is intense, and, again, another plot thread Mm -hmm. that they never ever touch on, then really, you know, work on.
1: And then... Tom, the cat, chases him down, but just like Tom the cat, he sucks <laughs> at it. Tom the cat. <laughs> <laughs> because there's, like, a cop that is a cat, and he's like, hey, get back here. And then Haru kind of takes charge of the situation, grabs Lagoshi's hand, and she's like, run away. You got to run away now. We got to fucking cheese it, dude. And cops chasing him, kind of like, stop, stop, stop. She explains, like, if you are even seen to be hostile, they can arrest you. We need to get the fuck out of here. We can hash this out later. And says something to the effect of like, if you really cared, you would get in front and run away because you're much faster than me. And then Lagoshi has this transformation moment of like, I don't know, I'm really nervous about I'm a wolf.
2: Let's <laughs> yeah. <go>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On every level except physical, I am a wolf. And um <laughs> That's an old vine yeah. that I think about every now and then. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I also can't figure out why he didn't just pick her up and run.
2: Right, dude. Because, I... <laughs>
0: because like that she's supposed to be exists. a tiny fucking dwarf rabbit.
2: Yeah, one arm, just scoop her up, or that over the shoulder, arm, or whatever. A hand,
1: a hand. You can grip her in her, in your hand like she's a fucking action figure. Like, why why are you a face at that? No,
2: nothing. And um. <laughs> they uh cut to back at the school Juno's going back to the drama club um cuz she was always in the drama club but like was left out or something mm-hmm. but suddenly she got screen time she's magically back in the drama club I don't know um but they're like oh why are you late oh i was carrying my sloth friend to class to the bathroom. To, or to the bathroom <laughs> yeah
1: and they're all like, oh, that's so nice of you. Oh, so
2: nice, so of, nice you. of you, Juno. <laughs> everyone likes Juno. Ah. In the English dub, like, one of the Walla actors says,
1: like, well, she's a sloth. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> and I, I don't know why that line. It's just like, a, oh, yeah, obviously. Yeah, you got to help him it's out. It's a sloth. Like, everyone knows that.
2: Yeah. I wish there was just more of that because that was yeah. – one of the selling points of the show. Like, oh, animal, like, anthropomorphized animals going to high school. What hijinks are they going to get up to? Um, uh-huh. But Juno is determined to be the next B-star. And... <laughs> Straight up pins Louis to the
0: ground, which... There's so many boundaries just not being yeah. oh, respected. Oh, yeah,
2: because they were doing um, the the dance routine for her.
0: Yeah, he was critiquing
2: her dance routine. And then they, like grab they touch hands, interlacy, and she shoves them down and completely overpowers them. And yeah. they just show that like carnivores are just literally built different. And mm-hmm. even though she seems smaller than Rui, she just completely dominates them. Yeah. Um, well and
0: he makes some comment about, oh
2: well, even if your movements aren't
0: perfect, uh you'll still make the guys happy or they'll they'll be in yeah, it. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. And and that kind of started the whole all right, well, I need to get in your face a little bit now. Yeah.
1: Well, and like Louie has this moment of like, oh, are you going to eat me? Is that all you are? And she's like, I would never eat some subpar meat like you, <laughs> you piece of shit. Fuck. Like she's savage. Here. Yeah. I, I, and I was, I kind of liked it. Like I liked her. I like it when a character stands up for themselves. Yeah in the face of, like, someone being a piece of shit, and Louie has pretty much been a piece of shit this whole time. Yeah. I, Ex- except for the whole saving Lagoshi from Bill thing, Louie's mostly a dick.
0: And was that it's really a, saving a, for the
1: Legoshi, yeah, or was that saving the show? Yeah, it's... Because <laughs> yeah. he didn't say,
2: Lagoshi, are you okay? It says, don't show that to the fucking crowd. <laughs> yeah, Get the fuck out I, of here.
1: Yeah. You're right, but, I mean, like, that's the one moment that could have been redeemable. Yeah, to me for him.
2: I, I like Juno's character. It, I mean, she's not like a good person, but she's an interesting character.
1: She's an interesting person. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree with that. And
2: because she's very direct, knows what she wants, and she just does everything in her power to go fucking get it.
1: Yeah, and she's like, "I'm gonna be the title character. I will be the B star." Which, what a, st- oh, what a dumb fucking thing. Yep. All right. But um, back at the festival grounds, there's a blackout. And yeah, spooky. This is also where we see a spooky that moment. None of the herbivores have
2: dark. <laughs> no, all the carnivores is <laughs> like, oh man, it's they all are old humans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm only <laughs> human. human. Fighters
1: across the board.
2: <laughs> um. So I thought this was like, you know, faults aside, with the show. I thought this was a reasonably tense moment. Like powers oh, yeah, out, I agree. devourings happening. You know, there's herbivores and carnivores intermixed here. All the students. They may or may not like each other a ton, but they all seem to still, like, go, oh, fuck. Like, gather around all these blind-ass herbivores (laughs) and then put them in the middle between all of the carnivores, and we'll just hold out until the power is back on.
0: But then... Yeah, this was a scene I actually liked. Um, And, yeah, it was just... It was too little of this intermixed with just everything else happening way too slowly.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, Lagoshi basically takes this time to, like, oh, shit, I got to find Haru because I see that all the other clubs are looking out for each other. Gardening club only has one member. So... Yeah, if she's by she's herself. Got, yeah, she's got nobody looking out for. So he's, like, following, trying to focus and follow her scent, but having a hard time because he's so amped
2: up. And he's all four he legs, even. Just yeah. stick around.
1: He eventually finds her and... She goes up to hug him, and she's like, oh, Louie, you came for me. And then the fucking lights come on.
2: (laughs) Rip for our boy Legoshi. (laughs) Awkward.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. I was like, wow, what a fucking move. Ooh. But also, at this moment, Juno, when the lights come back on, Juno sees the way that uh, Legoshi is looking at Haru because Louie even said to her like oh you think you're gonna fucking get with Lagoshi? watch that motherfucker just look at him just watch yeah, him because
2: he always, he's always looking around very like passive and sad or disinterested with everything but then whenever he's looking mm. at Haru he's very interested he's in it but yeah and that's <clears throat> that's that episode yeah, which was another like highlight of the show was this yeah. scene um Episode nine. Jesus Christ, we have four more episodes. Yep. Oh my
0: god. And this That's is when show. shit starts getting real fucking weird.
2: <laughs> yeah. This feels like fan bro. fiction from here on out. Uh, bro. So episode nine. We get this weird four trauma because instead of writing Andy on his foot, they branded the number four. And Shut uh <laughs> and then they go into his fucking backstory, which came out of nowhere. Uh, dude, fuck it. Like, like, sure, he he obviously has a huge chip on his shoulder for some reason, but I thought it was just like a man. My my parents expect a lot out of me. <laughs> yeah, or just a general like society
0: shit, and I'm gonna be better than it or something yeah, like that. Anything?
1: But
0: no, it's it's he was literally held captive to be sold as meat.
1: Like this was like a slave trade cannibalism, not cannibalism, but like he was gonna yeah. be food.
0: He was livestock, uh, basically.
2: Livestock, thank you. I could not so, think of that. So that plot line reason. is interesting, but it just feels so unearned on like, yeah, where the yeah. show well, was coming from.
0: Well, then, they, then his dad ad, or a guy adopts him, basically, and then gives him a knife and throws him with a bunch of carnivores to have him prove himself. Yeah, right. So it's just like m- basically it's just like we need to fit all the trauma into five minutes is <laughs> the vibe I got from this. Yeah. And It's like
2: hey, 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 you a kid. I just adopted you. Here's a knife. Go do the hunter exam.
1: Cool stylized art, though. Again. Oh, yeah.
2: no, the, the art style, especially for the scene where he
0: gets tossed in with the uh, oh, carnivores yeah. with the knife, that was super well Yeah, he just sees eyes and
1: yeah.
2: teeth and claws and just black and, shapes. Like, shadows, yeah.
1: yeah. But also, the, the guy that's, like, keeping him captive says something like, oh, sir, I didn't expect you to show up here in person. And it's the other fucking deer. Yeah, and, it's a deer. And it was kind of like a, oh, you're just a part of this? Like, you're just a part of... Is this your livestock trade? He he at least seems
2: to be
0: one of the leading
2: members of it. Yeah, yeah, he's a a part of the society. Yeah, and baby Rui, like, defended his cellmate from being taken away, because Mm -hmm. it seems like they had, like, very little interaction. They didn't have any, like, nothing was taught to them. They were just born and thrown in these cages, because he didn't have, Mm -hmm. like, words and... Things to process. He just knew like thoughts and feelings. It and was
1: stuff. like I couldn't read or write, but I knew if I was taken out of that, cage I was going to die. Yeah. But also at the one point when he throws him in there with the knife, little baby Louie, like puts the knife up to his throat and starts screaming, and Daddy dear like yanks him out, and he's like, "Damn dog, you were just going <laughs> to kill yourself. Like, first. What the fuck? Yeah. For like you're a prideful little shit, aren't you?
2: Yeah." So
1: Which, again, so fucking, so
2: weird. you know they could have done anything to tease that this was going to happen like the the scenes where he's sleeping with Haru or something just have her comment like what what's the four on your foot and I yeah, and, and I would something. have been okay with this scene because they would have at least told us that there's some other extra layer of mystery, but it just felt just like an ass pull out of nowhere it was out of the blue, yeah.
0: yeah. They, or they could have had something where, like, something, like, triggers his PTSD yeah, or something. anything. Or, that's what I thought, yeah. Yeah, something to indicate that there's more going on than him just being a prideful shit. <sighs> oh, the... the
1: but I would I would have even liked it if a predator, like, bears their fangs, <clears throat> and suddenly he's got a fucking knife in his hand, like, ready to go. Yeah, anything. Like,
2: that anything. shit would have been good. Uh, but I also like that his adoptive father was the lead, like, the member or leader of the horns conglomerate <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he oh said it God. so
2: seriously i guess this was an unintentionally funny bit uh because i thought that was hilarious dude same but same. but he sees this little you know deer boy who's ready to commit seppuku um instead of getting eaten <laughs> and so he's you know this dude who adopts him is like i think you can change the world like you're special you've got you've got that special quality kid and puts all of this weight onto this incredibly traumatized child. Like five year old. <laughs> it's like, I believe you could change the world. Good Lord. Like this kid just needs therapy uh, and like a cozy bed and a nice loving household for the rest of his life.
1: Yeah. Maybe taught how to read or something. I don't know. But then coming out of that, uh, Jesus Christ. Louis's walking down the hall and suddenly like a cheetah or leopard or something yeah. student is about to pounce on him and Lagoshi just tackles him out of nowhere. And, and somehow silently. Yeah, silently. Louis didn't notice. And Legoshi like questions this kid, and the kid's like, Oh, don't you know? He wants to become the next B star, so a bunch of us are trying to fucking kill him. And it's like, yeah. why would we know that?
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: So much and was it, unearned. Well, it was it was after he gets named B star, everyone's going to be gunning for him. I was just going to try to get ahead of the line and do it before he got
1: named. <laughs> Man, what? Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! Which also which, in the daytime, in the in the middle in the of daytime, the
2: just in the hallway, in the middle of the daytime, in school. Like I thought that yeah. was absolutely wild. That these carnivores are really popping off, just very brazen attacks. Like you know, the murder yeah. happened in the middle of the night. At least. <clears throat> and but um Lagoshi Lago- yeah. Lago- gets to talk to us uh Hal at the or Haru at the Meteor Festival, tries to do a love confession, <laughs> and she just interrupts him every time. Yeah. yeah. Interrupt like three or four funny, funny confessions. Um and and then Haru gets kidnapped after they stop talking to but- each other.
1: By the Shishigumi. By
2: the The Criminal lion gang. Again, out of fucking nowhere. Completely unearned. And I thought they were I thought it was the mayor. (laughs) I thought it was the fucking mayor. Like, lion in a suit. We've only seen one lion in a suit so far. That's gotta be the mayor. Mm
1: -hmm. But also the mayor even says, like, hey, shut the fuck up. She's gone.
2: Yeah, yeah. Don't you know, worry about she, it. Yeah, he's in on it because I guess Rui f- noticed that Hal was gone. Haru was gone. Everyone was starting to notice Haru was gone. And mm-hmm. he goes to the mayor. He's like, no, the mayor's like, mm, don't make a problem for me. And I won't make a problem for you in becoming the next B star. How about that? But
1: then also, the mayor to Louis is like, hey, kid, you shut up about this. I won't let people know that you are part of a slave trade. And. How is that?
2: How's that damning?
1: Blackmailable? Yeah. yeah you think like if he's- I mean, I
0: think the assumption would be that they was trying to say, "Oh, you weren't really raised by this. You you're not the actual biological son of this
1: person." Yeah. You were
2: but like if he's supposed to be some livestock trade, social paragon to bridge the gap, you would you would think he would be the perfect candidate for a yeah. person who yeah. actively wants to bridge the gap.
1: Oh, he came from nothing to become the highest sh- top dog shit. He came from Cattle.
2: He was about to be a a victim of our society, and he's still trying to yeah. change it for the better. Mm-hmm. That'd be a perfect character. No, I it. agree. It, like, it was
0: weird blackmail, but I guess that's what they were. That what I said is what I think they were trying to go for.
1: Yeah, it, which that from that perspective, that makes sense. I just don't like it as from a narrative choice. No,
0: it's a it's a poor narrative choice. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, no.
1: Now, if Louie had been saying, like, I'm part of this prestigious family the whole time, like, I am a hornographer. (laughs) I am the best. I can't think of a last name with horn in it. But whatever. I'm part of this prestigious family. I'm fucking royalty. And then the mayor would be like, hey, I'm going to let everybody know you're not part of this Yeah, that would have made sense. You adopted piece of shit. So much of this show
2: could have been tweaked with or could have been saved to something pretty good with just small tweaks here and there Mm -hmm. to just make a lot of these story beats feel appropriate and connected. (laughs) Yeah. No, just things happen. Like Dora Hey Doro things generally happened, but that was kind of, it was a wild kooky show. And so it, it fit Mm. in that a little bit better. This. Yeah.
0: Whereas this is, this is trying to play it serious and it's, it,
1: and it's, and it's just
0: unintentionally ahead. funny half the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, but Ellen Lagoshi's like gonna look for her, and Louis is kind of like, "Hey, man, she's gone. Let it go." So Lagoshi and Louis kind of like get into a bit of a tussle here, and Lagoshi's like, "Man, fine, fuck you. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go save her myself. Like, you don't fucking care about her. I do. I'm not giving up on her." And he bails. So then that takes us right into episode ten. Where Lagoshi, this, oh, my sweet boy, bless your heart. He G- just goes <laughs> to the black market and starts name dropping people. Ugh. And these two dudes are like, oh, yeah, yeah. We know about that dangerous mafia people you're looking for. Come with us into this dark alley, kid. And he's like, you got it, guys. I'll come right with you right away. And then they pull a knife on him and then a fucking bamboo arrow sticks one of these dudes in the back and there's going with his bamboo crossbow I the lost bamboo my god crossbow mind. Was so unnecessary oh my <laughs> god i lost my mind just an, another instance of this being such a meme of a character i keep thinking
2: of the jujutsu kaisen panda yeah and just trying to compare and him. also
1: he calls him panda and he hates and Goen like, is no. like
2: don't call me that I, I have Don't, a name and
1: all like all I could think of is like calling someone by their race. there's a moment in a movie that's otherwise kind of dog shit called Zach and Mary yeah, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's the moment with Craig Robinson where they're talking and he works at a coffee shop and this guy comes up and he goes, can I get a coffee black and Craig Robinson goes, can't you see we're talking white? <laughs> that moment
2: is so fucking yeah, funny great. to me. I, I really hope that was ad-libbed.
1: That oh my god. Um, but yeah, him just calling him panda is so fucking racist. Yeah. And just just silly. It's, but yeah, him showing up with his fucking bamboo crossbow God and um, I was losing.
2: I my also mind. but this episode they also showed what happens to Haru after she was kidnapped. And Bro. so this is another part of the show that goes too far, and they could have not done that. <laughs> They're like, "Oh shit! Uh, the the higher ups gave us the green light for like a rated R mature show. What do we got to do? Uh, make it rapey?
0: Yeah, and it didn't <laughs> really match." The tone of a lot of the rest of the show, either it just comes out of fucking nowhere that suddenly, yeah. like, there, it had already established some level of sexuality, but then taking it to this level was a step that was not in congruence with the rest yeah. of it.
1: They skipped five stairs. Oh yeah, on the level yeah. of escalation well, here. Like- when
2: the when we started as a high school murder, and now we're dealing with the lion yakuza, <laughs> they, they're jumping the shark in the first season you know Man. and oh my god and so so like it's it seems like maybe something they did a little twist on you cuz they're like oh no you can't rough it up because that's the boss's meal and then we get to meet the boss and he says no don't worry i respect you now take off your clothes yep. yeah and then that- so that was real fucked up we didn't need that like all the way like it could have just been yeah he presses a button the the like uh, drape comes through, and then they see the bathtub. Like you could have just like yeah. said, "Get in, like wash yourself." Or like
1: they do that like weird silhouette thing that like, implies that
2: somebody's Anything else
1: or something like
2: you could have had the exact same scene with pretty much the same punch without making it real weird. And then, well, it, it gets worse. But
1: it, it gets way worse. Yeah.
2: Uh, episode ten. Oh yeah, this is the episode the rats had a little kebab tower, which I thought was fucking yeah. hilarious. Um. And but yeah, so this is also
1: where going and Lagoshi are like just storming the castle. Well, we jumped around and a little bit
2: uh, because Lagoshi is still wandering around the night market or the black market on in at the beginning at ten. He's just he's just boldface asking about this. Well, no, we already covered that where he meets Gohei. Yeah. Right, we covered that, but we we skipped. So okay, well, you skipped into episode ten. I went back to episode nine to talk about their initial mobsters talking about Haru, talking to Haru, and dealing with Haru. And then I was going into my new timeline of gotcha. ten. I
1: thought I thought that was also episode
2: ten. Uh, ten was more of it, but nine was the them actually like meeting and saying get in get oh. in the tub. Um, my bad. But no, 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 it's, no, it's okay because one thing about the reason I want to talk about it is because ten he was going on asking for this. Secret, this Voldemort-level, can't-talk-about-society. Um, and these other two carnivores lead Lagoshi through to a back alley. And that's when the crossbow starts happening.
0: Yeah, Marcus said
2: all that. Oh. I said all of that. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I, Did you I, disassociate I, yeah. for, like, 45 well, seconds? I know the crossbow thing <laughs> happened, but, like, none of the actual, like, talk about, like, these carnivores were going to get, like... This was a this was a bit showing the carnivores were going to eat each other. Are you fucking with me, right? I now? I guess. I guess. I don't know. I guess we we'll can move I on. Talked about all of this. Yeah, we, we. I thought we. I thought we went straight to. He gets like accosted, <laughs> and then Panda Crossbow shows up, and that's all I heard from then on. <laughs> no. whatever. All right, moving on to the last part of
0: episode ten, which is the storming of the castle. Uh, also, that, that we, now we find out that there's guns bro so i don't (laughs) know why more herbivores aren't packing guns you know that 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 helps the whole predation thing i'm sure you would think everyone would have a gun
1: (laughs) there's a moment later with louie that i wanted a moment so bad but but continue Nick. sorry
0: uh so then the storming the castle and i love how they just keep knowing to punch goheen in the nose because apparently that's like the nerve center for bears just just keep punching him in the nose over and over
1: but also like voldemort I cannot take your fucking secret death society seriously if you get upheaved by a goddamn teenager. (laughs) If your society can't stand up to a high schooler, you're not a good bad society. You're not a good villain. Sorry.
2: Yeah, Yeah. the the teenager at least needs to bring
0: some heavier firepower than his panda friend with a bamboo crossbow. Well, so Lagoshi
2: fights the first, like, guardsman who's got the gun later. Um, they go toe-to-toe. Lagoshi gets overpowered by this adult, as he should, and um, he does a...
0: And also a lion, which is bigger than a wolf.
2: Right. Great, great <laughs> yeah. wolves get pretty big, but not that big. And... Um, but then he does this got weird, it. like, power-up scene because <laughs> he, like, smells some Haru on him and because he's like oh if you want to see that rabbit you're gonna have to get yeah. like him to vomit her up and i was like Ooh. so so
0: then we have to do like the pink animation into Ugh. his nose and the little rabbit in his skull again too much for the for the 10th time and
2: oh, and then he powers up he gets these red lines like he's uh, aaron yeager at the end of the first season of attack on titan <laughs> um which they never do again because that was anime only and um he beats up this lion and then gets diffused after he says, <laughs> like, he says, like, uh, Hal is my prey. Just yells it out whatever he's all juiced yeah. up on his rage. And um, that deflates him.
1: I was also a little upset because Gowen's like, hey, man, they're faster than you? Use your fucking teeth. Bite the shit out of these people. And he goes, all right. I'm never going to do that. Until this moment, it, it seemed like he was uncertain just, about it, at least. Well, it's also when he's just storming the castle, he's just throwing these people, which also, again, your secret society, like you get thrown once and you're out of the fight. Like, aren't have you guys you supposed to? Have seen every kung fu film
2: ever? I have, <laughs> and I hate
1: that. That's why I liked the movie The Protector with Tony Ja because he just breaks limbs. Well, he, yeah, he, I'm not getting up after you break He my just
2: legs. threw people in, um, I think of the second Ong Bak, but he was throwing them, or maybe it was protector, but he was throwing them like <laughs> off of off of off shit, off of shit <laughs> down multi floor yeah. drops.
0: Yeah, if but they yeah, if so they take three d ten fall damage,
2: they can stay down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, commoners <laughs> only have
2: like one d eight health plus yeah. one or two. And uh,
1: but yeah, so Lagoshi has a moment too where he's like squaring off on this dude, and he says, turns to Haru and he's like, "Hey, you ain't gonna want to see this shit." And he bites the fuck out of this dude. And they do a really cool scene. What?
0: Well, I was going to say, before we got to that part, we had the horrifically the awkward horrific. as fuck where the lion is holding Haru by the tail. From oh, behind I, was the tail. <laughs> well, I was skipping that shit.
2: Well, we could that say that that was unnecessary and they kept, they kept, they just kept it. They just lingered on that shot for so f- that fucking long. so long and uncomfortable.
0: That was the that was for sure the low point of the season was that, that
2: necessary. Like like we already yeah. had established this is creepy and wrong and weird and Fucking I'm there and and violating and I'm yeah. I'm there. I got you. I got you.
1: But no I don't need more.
2: No. Like like I, I still like worse than Goblin Slayer. Yeah. Yeah you did not have to yes end that scene. <laughs> Man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, uh, Lagoshi makes it up to uh, because because Hal, we have some backstory in Hal talking about like being like the outcast for her entire life and then using uh-huh. sex to like equalize the playing field because she's always looked down upon otherwise, and so it's yeah, like, this is when she's like writing her final letter her like little mental her head, her letter, will. yeah.
1: And she even has this pretty badass line because he says something like, "Yeah, let the fear and anxiety tremble through you. It makes the meat taste better." Which everything I've heard about hunting is the opposite. Yeah, no, like,
2: that's it, not what you that's want. That's probably some <laughs> shitty lion lore that they just tell themselves. Yeah,
1: but and she's like, "Well, I'm not afraid at all, bitch. So let's go. Let's do it. You are gonna have. I'm gonna be so goddamn nasty."
3: Yeah, I'm like, souring. This is gonna as be the speak. worst
1: fucking meal. At, the longer you twiddle your fucking thumbs the worse i'm going to taste so let's get this the fuck over with and she has that inner monologue of like nobody's going to save me legoshi shows up to save her Yay. woo <laughs> <laughs> but they have their fight and it's whatever. they they bite there's a
2: biting back yeah. and forth
1: but he finally like bites the fuck out of him and that's when he says like the you're not going to want to look at this shit cuz he's getting murked up he finally bites the shit out of this dude And they have this scene where it's like his jaws part and it's like kind of like the saliva mixed with blood like pretty gruesome drooling down. It was like, holy fuck. Like they spent some time on that. And it's like one of the first times his mouth really looked like a wolf mouth. Yeah. If you see some Discovery Channel shit of them eating something, it looked like this. And it was fucking
2: wild. I mean, it was a rough ride getting to here, but that was a high point, too. Um, him Mm -hmm. like embracing his carnivore side, his violence to do good. Yeah. Um, to save someone else. Um, he also has some like, but also, but then he, so this was, I think, like I said, a high point, but then he said, so this fucking lying. is like, I'll be your beast or some shit. And I'm like, God fucking damn it. Did a 14 year old write this entire fucking show? Oh God. Maybe you gotta know that, that would
0: explain some of the lack of tonal consistency and not keeping the threads aligned. <laughs>
2: Dude.
0: Uh, so yeah, the two of them are stumbling out after storming the castle now, uh, and then Boss Man's like, "You should have killed me when you had the chance." And going <laughs> to shoot him with a gun. <laughs> with a
1: gun. <laughs> oh man.
2: Um, but oh yeah, uh, Lagoshi does say another cringy fucking line that deflates this this scene. He is uh, he asks how like oh would you tame this gray wolf? And it just ugh, just feels like some more furry fanfic bullshit, man. Yeah, um,
1: but yeah, the the boss is about to shoot. Uh, I think this is episode eleven. 11 yes, yeah. we, we've we've rolled into eleven yeah. by now. Uh, the boss is about to shoot Lagoshi as he's walking away with Haru, and he's like, "I'll teach you the meaning of like being merciful or t- t- some being a like piece that. of
2: shit that will shoot a man in the back."
1: <laughs> yeah, and then he gets like kind of grazed by a bullet. Louis there,
2: and he has got a gun. Oh, he like it pops one of his ears, I think.
1: Yeah, and he like shoves the gun into the dude's mouth, and he's like, "I want you to fucking beg for your life." And that was another scene where it's like, "What the (laughs) fuck is going on?" Yeah, what is going on? Holy
2: shit! Completely unearned again. I
1: want, I want to see you fucking beg, man. And like, boss man is like kind of saying something around the barrel of the gun, and Louis just pulls the goddamn trigger good for him. And he turns around, sees all these other lions, and Louis starts to say something cool. And then doesn't finish it where he's like I may be smaller than you, but you're going to have to do your best to fucking take me down or something like that. It's it's a lame line. What I was hoping he was going to say was I may be smaller than you, but I have a gun. <laughs> 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 I lost my and then he head. does well, he hits
0: a hit. He had some sort of line that was something like you're gonna have to eat everything but the antlers the or antlers. something like that. That was,
2: yeah. it was really weird. And then he he po- he did this pose where it was like very demure.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh you no. you to have to come eat
2: little old me, but just leave the antlers. And it was so weird. Yeah. And he still has the gun. And he still and he, he did <laughs> he it with still the, gun. Has the gun. And it's like, um <laughs> He's only used
1: two bullets that we've seen. Yeah. But So Legoshi and Haru get away from the castle. I'm just going to keep calling it the castle.
0: And then Uh, they go to a love hotel because all the trains are gone. Yeah, one of them was called Hotel
1: Tail. They're they're eating. They're eating and they're like, oh, well, let's get a train home. And then suddenly the shopkeeper's like, all the trains are gone. And that's it? (laughs) He just pops up to say that? And they're like, okay, let's find a place to stay. They end up in like this red light district where it's all just fucking like sex motels, and Haru's like, "Yeah, I know, but we kind of need to get off the streets." And
2: Lagoshi's like,
1: "I'd rather stay." Oh in the yeah, street.
2: he he full on says like, "I, I've like I've bitten someone, I've saved you, blah blah blah." Gave these several reasons. He's like, "I'm in male mode right now. We cannot." He, he's like, "I am Jack. <laughs> if we're in the same room, I'm gonna want to. I'm half Chub right now." Yeah. basically,
1: and I've been rock hard <laughs> since 8 p.m. It is 11:30 right now.
2: <laughs> I really, love I have to call a doctor. Soon. <laughs> I really love throwing lions. It really gets me going.
1: That's <laughs> my <Okay>. shit. <sighs> but yeah, so they end up staying the night at the hotel, and it seems like they're about to do the dirty, but their size difference is like. Shaq compared to Muggsy Bowl, so it's not gonna
2: work great. Oh jeez!
1: And this is also where she just like puts her arm yeah. in his mouth. And that's
0: the end of the episode. It's just like her being like, My body is putting itself in your mouth.
2: Which what? Yeah, and she says I mean, this weird line where she asks him like, Will you sleep or will you eat? And I'm like, Ew. And then, and like more, rubbing his face, like more, you need to decide. This, this is more furry yeah. shit again. And but then, God. big actual plot point in this episode. She, he told her that uh, that uh, that Lagoshi attacked Haru before from episode one.
0: Yeah, that he was the one that went, the first time they'd met was when yeah, he had yeah. grabbed and her.
2: And she confesses that she had a suspicion, like a almost confirmed suspicion that it was him. And, uh, but then they started, I guess after that, they got to try to get hot and heavy. Um, they showed way too much of him fondling and touching the, 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 the bunny rabbit for too long, even described. And
1: him- that's, that's the moment where he's like, I can fit my whole hand around her torso. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That, that's what I made so that face he earlier. Looked at me
1: weird and I said, <laughs> he could pick her up like an action figure. There's premise. Yeah, that. I Okay, I
2: okay, that, that one was an earned bit, but it was uncomfortable. <laughs> and uh, And they he even just like, described like, "Oh, what are these two mochi things?" And it's like, "Ah, oh, Jesus." But I guess that's a teenage I guess places places that's a teenage boy's in inner monologue during that. When you
1: grip them, it's like a bag of sand.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but yeah, she threw her arm in her mouth and in, in Lagoshi's mouth when they were trying to kiss or something. And she's like, oh, no, it's like my, my instincts crying out that what I'm doing is wrong. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, all the other times her instincts have kicked in have been have made perfect sense. Like, I'm getting yeah. watched run and I'm watching a carnivore eat a leg jerk. I, I, I want, <laughs> I to want pull, a bolt. Yeah. and I feel horrible. And now she's like, no, I'm in devore. Let's go.
1: God. And then, yeah. End of fucking episode. Episode twelve. Thank fucking God. Uh, She basically kind of It opens back up right here, like they bleed right into one scene. She was down to try again
0: too. Fuck.
1: Yeah, and he's kind of. She apologizes for like. She says a line of like, "My body just wants to be in your mouth" or something like that, and she apologizes for basically killing the mood, and they just kind of end there. Yeah, but they go back to school and Juno is there. But also like there was a small subplot of like Lagoshi's friends being worried and Baboon dorm mom. The Baboon dorm like, mom. There was a bunny rabbit missing. He's missing. They off somewhere fucking. <laughs> I know that yeah, she was like
2: <laughs> jumping to conclusions and just really mad.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so they get back to school and Juno confronts Haru and is like, you coming after my man, bitch? And then just starts, like, sniffing her real heavy. And Haru's like, why is every wolf in this <laughs> school so fucking in yeah, my shit at all times? But uh, And
2: I laughed my yeah, ass off. That's the funny. Uh, but Juno says this line where it's, she's like, I don't have to eat you to defeat you. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, because I imagine God. Haru was probably worried that she was going to get fucking predated in the in the back alley. But Juno's yeah. like, no, I'm just going to beat you like normal because I don't have to resort to that.
1: Mm-hmm. And Juno even says, like, I can I can smell you that you guys didn't have sex. You didn't do shit. Stay the fuck away from my man <laughs> uh. and like lets her go.
2: Yeah, um... But also, Louie's missing? Yeah, Louie's missing.
1: And you'd think that'd be a bigger
2: deal?
0: Yeah, literally, the school icon is MIA, and people are aware of it, but not nearly showing the level of panic you'd
2: expect. Yeah.
1: They just go on with the festival! Well, it's because Juno
2: altered her dress and showed up, and it was... No, I don't know where I was going with that. She popped some Esmeralda yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, Fancy Memory dress. wiped everyone with the dress. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I, I straight up have the line. I wrote in my notes. WTF, Juno dress? Ha 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 ha! This is some furry ass <laughs> bullshit.
1: <laughs> but also, that scene of her dancing was like, okay, we get it. She's yeah. dancing. Okay,
2: just we get too, it. Let's too go. far again. Um.
1: Okay, is this a five-minute fucking scene? And Legoshi's looking for Haru in the crowd, but like can't quite sniff her out. Turns out she's right fucking in front of him. She's like, oh man, your sniffer is fucked. Later. I'm right here. Yeah. They.
0: And then they do one of the. Moment, this is one of my least favorite tropes is when you have one of the people in a love triangle does like the. a whole setup to like try to trap.
1: Oh man. The, yeah. the other person. That
2: makes me love the other person so much more though.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, he's about to, like, confess, and she says something like, oh, no, let me talk first. And then Juno's on stage, like, and the hero of the school, and then the ferret guy with the spotlight shines it on him. And is like, Lagoshi, he selflessly went out to save a kidnapped student who was an herbivore, by the way, and he didn't kill her. He's a hero. Come on stage, Lagoshi. Yep. And another kid drags him on stage, and she's like... This guy, it, he did it for the troops. He's the best <laughs> for the troops. <laughs> Look at it <laughs> for, the, for the troops. And everyone thank Lagoshi like, Le-
0: for his service.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Come on, Lagoshi, let's go light a candle uh, at the meteor thing, which is supposed to be like a if a couple lights a candle, their love will be forever." Lagoshi even says like, "Oh, isn't that just supposed to be for like couples? For couples?" And she's like, oh no, it doesn't matter. It's just, it's just an us thing. Don't worry about it. Lego, she's like, no, nah, I'm out. Bye. He bails and like tries to find Haru again. And there's this weird, I don't, I don't get, I don't get this fucking show. She's on the stairs and she's like, why don't you go be with that fucking wolf hussy? I know you want her better. She's a gray wolf anyway, and she's hot. And you're probably just going to fucking eat me anyway, so who fucking cares? And starts running away from him, but he's chasing her, and they're having a whole conversation during this chase scene, and Lagoshi's kind of like, no, I'm not going to eat you because of one very simple reason. Don't worry about it. And she's like, well, what's the simple reason? <laughs> like, while they're still running, and I'm like, this is such a weird fucking scene. They're also slightly psychic. Yes, it's a sports anime, but they get to the top of the hill. I will say I liked the art in this scene of like the backdrop of the city lights behind them mm-hmm. at the top of the hill. I thought that looked very, very good. Cool. Yeah, it was a really cool shot here. Really cool. shot. Yeah.
2: And they says, they says some nice, really nice one. <laughs> there's one really nice line said where I think it was Lagoshi talking to Haru and says, I want you to be one of my worries. Like, I want to worry about you. I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And then she just says, I'd rather be eaten by you. I'm like, God fucking damn it. Yeah. God.
1: But he says, like, I'm not going to eat you because I love you. And he's like, if it takes me fighting my instincts, fighting this world, I may not be strong enough now, but I'm going to get strong. I'm going to be strong enough to where we can be together. And there was a moment here that I really, really actually liked where... They're both looking off into the distance, and she goes to hold his hand, but then pulls back and says, like, all right, well, I'll be here when you get stronger. And it wasn't this, like, forced handhold kiss yeah. scene, which I do really like. I liked that. Yeah. But then it cuts to this weird, there's this post credit scene. I don't know if you guys...
0: Yeah, I saw it. Yeah.
1: Okay. Where there's, it's from the POV of this other person, and he uh, took a bunch of birth control. I don't know. There's like an oh, empty. Pill I thought container. it was. I thought it
2: was a package of Dentine Ice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like a pack of gum, but like like the foil wrapper thing. I don't yeah, know. Man. Showing empty in the trash can, and this dude's stalking out, and he's obviously taller than a lot of people, possibly the same height as Lagoshi, and Lagoshi pops out, and he's like, "Oh, hey, man." People have been looking for you. Come on, we gotta go. And he's like, why are you smiling so big? Credits.
0: And then season two coming.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. And, and it looks like season two is... Might be, like, just full-on crime thriller drama type stuff. Who fucking... Which... Is. But... Anywho.
1: Let's get into yeah, these Yeah, we've verdicts, been two fucking it's, hours. It's a <laughs> oh long God.
0: time. This is... Might be end up being our longest episodes. Oh, um, all right, no.
1: which I
2: hate. Dan, score it. <laughs> okay. Um, art, fantastic almost all the time for a 3D CGI show. This is top of the top of the pile for art direction and animation, for, for what it's worth. And um, the music was usually spot on, supporting or good, but otherwise it was sometimes bare. Very inconsistent. Um, OP was fun. Um, ending was uh, standard, if, if boring. Uh, story had a lot of really cool ideas. Not a ton of follow-through, or zero follow-through. And a lot of shit would just show up. That could have been easily fixed with just sprinkling some clues early on. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, or hinting that it So... Happened. I didn't realize I had my gripes with the story bits while I was watching it. I was just kind of tuning out and w- enjoying it for what it was. But then as I started talking through this, st- my my score started <laughs> at like a seven, five when we started this and we started talking through and then I was, as I was saying shit out loud and then they forgot to talk about this ever again. And After the fourth or fifth time I said that, I was like, you know what? This ain't no seven fucking five. (laughs) And and so I liked a lot about it. The ideas were there. The execution was just unfortunate with the story. And um, so it's like a six, eight. I I enjoyed it for what it was, more or less. But there's anything more than the seven feels like an insult to sevens.
3: So
0: you have this higher than Sonny Boy.
2: I, yeah, <laughs> I, I point one, but I, I think I, I think I liked the first twelve episodes more than what of what we watched. A sunny boy, now, I just didn't. Sunny boy was just a lot of like nothing going on. I think that what are you kidding? Have you yeah, yeah, have yeah. you seen B stars? There was a lot going on for no reason. They're different, <laughs> okay. but sunny boy, I feel like could easily you know, crank up to like an eight or a nine with watching the whole thing. But that, uh, unfortunately, Marcus, that bit that you had us watch w- didn't, didn't do it like a good service to the show. Fair.
1: I'll take it. All right. I'm upset. I'll take it.
0: Marcus, your score.
1: <sighs> Three or <a> four. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and honestly, the only reason it is that high. Is art. That's it. I enjoyed no part of this. It was such an unintentional comedy when it was trying to be serious. Like, this was how uh, the movie The Room is like one of those just awful fucking movies, but the director was taking it super duper serious, but it's just become a cult classic meme. That's this for me. I hated this so goddamn much. And the only reason I'm, you know, I'm firm on a three. So, yes, the same as Pretty Derby for me. I am firm on this. I, I
0: was going to make that comparison, yes.
1: <laughs> I, was, I was contemplating rating it lower, but I was like, I don't know if Pretty Derby deserves that much higher of a place. However, the art and some of the scenes and framing of the art was very, very good. 3.5. I'll go 3.5 because of that. So, like, the scene in the dark with Tim where it's like the outlines, fucking cool. The watercolor scene where she's pushing through the water and the trees, fucking cool. The shadow version of uh, Lagoshi, where he's like Jekyll and hiding kind of, fucking cool. There was a lot of really cool fucking art that was wasted on a dog shit anime. This to me was the comparison of domestic girlfriends opening being one of the dopest fucking <laughs> openings I've ever heard wasted on such a dog shit anime. That's what this was. 3.5. I hated this shit. I'm not watching anymore.
0: I liked it ever so slightly more than Marcus, but not much. Uh, 4.5 is my score. Mm. And yeah, it's just the art and music and stuff could not save just an absolute train wreck of a plot. And just so much just over the top in your face, just furry fetishes stuff it's like i was expecting there to be a little bit of that and that was going to be cool but it was at a, lo- a level beyond what i was wanting to experience
2: Bro, some of the fetish was borderline vor. you oh yeah.
0: absolutely yeah like the amount of times talking about like w- wanting to get eaten or like putting that out as like a potential option for a sexy time moment was not great <laughs> yeah it's like
2: you know if you're Fantasize about whatever you want, like leave it like but don't but don't put it in the cartoons. Or at least not the ones that aren't just yeah. porn.
0: And and how did this get the money to get this put together? Hey, there's this, so much budget at this. So much budget, and this thing is what? It's a, it's almost a top two hundred anime on Malfur in, in terms of how many people have seen it.
2: bitch, so, how? Yeah, seven eight three feels uh, way too high. Oh, way, way too, too high. My God. Yeah. It's like what you said, Dan,
1: giving this a seven is an insult to seven. <laughs>
2: yeah. Because like. I didn't obviously dislike it as much as you guys. I wanted this to be better and it had the makings of a good one. They just had no execution on it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The the plot was all over the place. There was interesting threads that were surrounded by just inane bullshit There's a lot of characters whose any sort of progression felt totally unearned or out of nowhere. I didn't really care about any of the characters at all. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it just limited redeeming qualities outside of the quality of the music and visuals that Studio Orange put in. Mm -hmm. And there was hints that this could have been a really cool, interesting show. But yeah, it none of it got held together.
1: Pitch for how season one should have ended. At the fucking meteor festival, blackout. Legoshi's searching for Haru. He can't find her. Shit's tense. He finds her. She runs out. Oh my God, Louie, you came to save me. Lights come back on. Juno sees Legoshi and Haru. She has that realization about Legoshi. is like coming to terms with the fact that, holy shit, she's kind of in it for Louie. Haru's having this moment of, oh, fuck, I just said the wrong guy's name. Somebody screams in the distance. Another student got murdered. Curtain. I'd have been in. If they leaned way more into this murder mystery shit, fuck yes. But god damn it, they just squandered so, that
2: B Stars is ranked 889 on the list, right? 889. Nozaki-kun mm-hmm. is rated 892. <laughs> Bullshit.
0: Yeah. Bullshit. Anyone who ranks this higher than Nozaki kun, uh, I will throw
2: hands. So I, will I didn't you. particularly love Nozaki Kun, but it's still a better show than Beast Stars. It, its story oh. was there was Yeah. W- what a shame. What a yeah. shame. Yeah.
1: Okay, but this is about to be a three hour episode. We were so, gonna wrap it yeah. up. Yep.
2: Sorry
0: for the long episode, everyone. This one gave us a lot to talk about and chew on, and (laughs) I kind of want my two hours back. We had a lot to chew on, but
2: we weren't eating good.
0: We were not eating good.
2: No.
0: Uh, So with that, I'm not even going to ask if we have anything more to talk about. We've already talked plenty. We'll see you guys next Wednesday. See you Wednesday. See ya. Thank you so much for listening to the Anime Backlog Podcast and our newest Random Roll episode on Beastars. Next week, I'll be back in the host chair, and I'm having Marcus and Dan watch the first eight episodes of the 2022 anime original Birdie Wing. If you enjoyed the show, please reach out to us on any social media platform with comments you have. We appreciate anyone who drops us ratings, reviews, or gives us a follow on any of the major social media platforms. And we're really happy to continue with the progress we've seen since the show launched back in March. You can individually follow the show on the handle, The Anime Backlog. And additionally, you can follow us individually on Twitter. Dan's handle is at Averis77. Marcus is at MarcusRVO. And I'm at Nick Sparts. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next Wednesday. What's am going